Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Good morning, everybody. Welcome into Undisputed. It's going to be a fantastic Thursday. I'm Jen Hale. That's Kip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. Good morning, guys. Good morning, dude. Good morning. Lakers are back in business. Let's see. Ja is still out. KD could be out for a while. Uh, oh, wait. Luca is out now, right? And the Clippers still have a Westbrook problem, which we'll talk about a in a few minutes. Problem. And wait a second, Denver lost at home by 21 points. Yeah. You should start the parade. If, if huh? it's in the NBA, that's one thing we know. You're going to have some bad losses. Uh, yeah. Well, how about losing players? You, you know what? Somebody All the stars me? are hurt. Where's LeBron? We got to get him He'll back. He'll be back. He'll be yeah, back. You I know what somebody asked me yesterday, Skip? No. They said uh, we watched the show and we noticed that Skip never wears a tie. Why doesn't he wear a tie? I said, I went on his old show and beat him off it, beat it off him. I have never worn a tie in my history Let on me tell television. the story. Okay, well, you're telling it wrong. <laughs> I beat you him fabricated out of America. I beat him out of an America. Did you? <laughs> no, I, I don't play for a tie. I play to win. That, well, you, when are you going to start? Can you, uh, you want to start today? Yeah. Okay, you can start today, but you're not yeah. going to get no win. Yeah. You should hope for a tie. Shots fired early. I love it, guys. And I'll just add, the Pelicans won last night. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Let's begin the show, though. <laughs> and, and, guys, we're starting on a bit of a serious note. This is, this is a serious topic. Yesterday, local authorities in Colorado said John Morant will not face criminal charges stemming from that Instagram Live video where he was flashing a gun. Morant has already missed two games since that incident. The Grizzlies announcing yesterday he's going to miss, quote, at least the next four. Shannon, what's your reaction to this? Well, I'm glad he wasn't charged. Uh, Colorado is an open carry state. um, And you can have a firearm in a a public place as as long as it's not federal property. And last I checked, Shotgun Willis isn't federal property. Um, Skip, Is it fair to categorize Shotgun Willis as a strip club? It's an adult entertainment. Okay, thank you. Next. <laughs> and Skip, and the thing was, there is no way to prove that Ja was under the influence of alcohol. Now, you can't be intoxicated and, pl- and carry a firearm. Yeah. But just because he was at an establishment that serves alcohol and he had a firearm at said establishment, mm-hmm. there is no way to prove that he was intoxicated just because said place serves alcohol. True. Although you could tell people around him were drinking. Were but drinking. go ahead. But he, at least yes. he wasn't drinking. Well, you don't during, know during that. that. Well, yes. I mean, he, he wasn't the IG actually line, drinking. Right. Yes. During the IG got live, it, you, could, you couldn't do that. So, Skip, so I'm glad. It looks like to me that the Glendale Police Department might have been a little grandstanding because how were yeah. you going to be able to prove that, prove what you needed to prove? You didn't, and they said it, we didn't get a complaint. Okay. There was, there was nothing going. So it just seemed like to me that, like, okay, we're going to investigate. Okay, exactly what were you investigating? 
I mean, so for me, Skip, I thought they were doing a little grandstanding, but I'm glad Ja wasn't charged. I'm glad, hopefully, this worked out in his favor. Hopefully, some other things coming down the road. The NBA is still investigating this matter. Yeah. Because the NBA wants to know, how did that fire, how did Ja Morant get a firearm when he traveled from Memphis in Denver and it was on IG Live. Did that did that firearm travel with him from Memphis to Denver? Mm-hmm. Was that firearm in the arena? Yep. If it was, John Moran is going to be in big trouble with the NBA. Okay. That's what we know. Yep. So I'm glad it this worked out in his favor. Hopefully, John, I hope he learned his lesson from this and that, you know what? This was is this could have ended up a lot worse than what it did. I'm learning my lessons. I'm learning as a young, maturing as a young man. And uh, I'm going to move forward in my life. So I'm glad this worked out in his favor. Okay. And your response before I launch on another announcement that he will be gone at least another four games. Skip, I'm really not surprised. I think what they're trying to do is that they're trying to show the NBA, like, look, don't come, don't drop the hammer on them. Because there's still a lot to play for for the Memphis Grizzlies, Skip. They're still one of the top three or four teams in the Western Conference. No doubt. They feel good that they can come out of the Western Conference if everything goes their way. And so the the Memphis Grizzlies said, look, we're taking – we're trying to, they're trying to lessen the blow yep. of potential punishment that the NBA mm-hmm. might levy. Also, mm-hmm. Skip. Mm. Okay. I'll start with your Glendale police point. I'm, I'm with you. And again, I'm, I'm a little out of my league here because I'm not a legal <laughs> eagle. So, so I don't know how all this works. But <laughs> the more I read about their statement... The, the more I thought, well, then why were you investigating right. in the first place? Where, where was there even grounds for right. for investigation? Well, the grounds was he went on IG right. live and he dangled, dangled a gun. All right. So the first line of the statement is Glendale Police Department, GPD, was not able to determine that probable cause existed on the filing of any charges. Okay, fine. Because, as you say, that on the night in question, they received no calls. So why were you investigating? No, no calls. Okay. Uh, subsequently, no disturbances were reported and no citizens or patrons of the club came forward to make any complaint. Huh. Okay. The investigation also concluded that no one was threatened or menaced with the firearm. And in fact, no firearm was ever located. What? Okay, and you you were doing what? And you made it very public that you were investigating. You announced that you were investigating. You didn't do it quietly. You did it extremely publicly. Skip, did they think y'all left the firearm at Shotgun Willie? Because when you started the investigation, he was long gone. So as you mentioned, Skip, so there was no disturbances. There was no citizens that came forward. So why were you investigating anyway? Normally, the police don't come to a residence unless there's a complaint. There's a noise ordinance. There's a dog barking. Someone called. No one did any of these things, but yet you investigated. Why? Okay, and I'm absolutely not trying to exonerate Jaw from dangling the gun yeah, on yeah, IG he did, that. he did that. Yeah. Okay, which brings me to the next point. It is illegal in Colorado to possess a firearm while under the influence of alcohol. Right. Okay, but but we don't know for sure. Did he look like he was having a really good time? Yeah. Was his shirt off? Yes, yeah. it was. Was he sort of rapping along with the rap? Yep, yeah, he was doing that. Was Did he appear to be celebrating? I, I don't know what he was celebrating. They had just gotten blown out yeah. in the second half <laughs> in that city by the Denver Nuggets at their arena. Correct. Right? Because yeah. they were, the, again, Memphis was up eight at half. 
They lost the game. Uh, let's see. They, they got outscored in the second half 63 to 39, and Ja went two for 10 in the second half yeah. as the leader, quarterback, best player on right. the, the floor, right? Yeah. Best player on the team, anyway. So the, the point is, I, my first issue was okay, it's 520 in the morning, and you are celebrating what? I don't know, but that's people say, that's just kids today. They don't take it nearly as seriously as we used to take it. Right. Okay. I got mm-hmm. it. Okay. Now, what what sticks for me is that okay now you've got the the NBA issue here NBA rules prohibit a player from possessing a firearm while on team property or traveling on team business well you've made this point several times clearly you were traveling on team business yeah. does that mean at the arena or is it okay to go to shotgun willies and have a gun but you're still on team business right. even if you're off hours well, right that's your question skip but instead traveling what were you on the plane, you were actually to team business was the he would would he the question is would he have been at Shotgun Willie's had it not for them playing a game in Denver, Colorado against the Denver Nuggets? Okay, that is the team business that he was on. Okay, what I don't know was it his gun? Did the gun belong to one of his friends? Did they come along for the ride? Did they fly separately? They they certainly I I don't think they'd be on the team plane with him. I could be wrong Let's get about the that. Question: How are you gonna get a firearm through the airport? Unless they fly private. Great question. You'd have to fly private. Now, the only now, we know players because they don't go through the airport. They don't go through security. That plane is at the is on a, is on a tarmac. Great. Point. And you you drive your car to the area. You get out of your car. You get on the plane and you walk up. Okay. So you can do that. Okay. But Ja can obviously afford to fly his friends private to Denver that, if that, he so chose. That might have been the case. Okay. Now, back to the biggest point here. Suddenly we hear four more games Mm -hmm. and it it starts to feel like they're going to suspend Ja slowly, like incrementally Mm -hmm. to sort of lessen the blow of it. And it's the team doing it, not the commissioner doing it. So the league has not yet spoken on this or acted upon this. Right. And maybe they won't. Maybe they will go along with Glendale Police Department and finally say, well, there's nothing to see here. Right. Okay. The thing that caught my eye and ear was the fact that in in the team's announcement and in Jaw's statement that the team said he needs help. And Jaw says in his statement, I'm going to get help. I don't know how to interpret that because they would not provide any more right. detail. What, what does help mean to us? Does it mean psychological like counseling right. help? Do, do you have an alcohol issue, drug, drug issue, some sort of substance abuse mm-hmm. issue? Mm-hmm. It, it looked like Ja was not quite in his right mind, but do, do I know that he had that, that he was in an altered state? I don't know that. Well, Skip, I mean, if taking your shirt off at a nightclub, man, yeah. they'd arrested me about five or six times. <laughs> I didn't go out much, but you the best believe O'Shea had his shirt off because you know they okay. didn't see this. Okay, okay, I got it. it it's I, I, I got it, and that that's that's all fair. But does he have a problem we don't know about? You don't. Okay, well, if that's the problem and you need to get counseling for that, it's going to be way more than four more games, yeah, right? Yes. I mean, it would threaten that you would not be back for this the rest of this season. Right, if right. you have an issue that actually needs to be addressed with you going away to a rehab facility, right? right? I'm, I'm taking it to the nth degree here, but but again, they said he needs help and he's going to get help. Well, I think we're both in agreement, Skip. I think if, if that's the case, he should take as long as he need to get the help that he needs. Absolutely, because his point was, I I need to find a a better way 
a better method of dealing with stress and my overall well-being. Well, that could indicate what, what we're talking about right. here, right? How do you deal with, how do you cope with stress? Right. A lot of stress. Right. Making a lot of, you got your, you got right. paid. Or it hasn't kicked in yet. Right. But is it starting to wear on you? I got to live up to this. Right. I'm, I'm, I've become the face of the franchise yep. and one of the top new faces right. of the whole league. And the expectation that okay. comes along huge, with that. Huge yes. expectations. Yes. Okay, now back to the league. The league has to care the most about, from a league perspective, how does this look? Is it a bad look? Well, clearly, of course it is. we have the, the previous incidents. We go back to the mall incident in which he got into it with the head of security at the mall mm -hmm. who felt so threatened that he filed a police report against Ja and his friends at right. the mall. Mm -hmm. Then we had the incident with the 17-year-old. Right. Allegedly, he struck him at least a dozen times and then brandished a gun to the 17-year-old. I'm sure he's mentoring him, and they were playing some sort of pickup basketball at his, at his house, mm -hmm. okay? And then we had the incident. The Pacers at the loaded the Pacers, and you see the, the red laser dot, mm -hmm. and the head of security for the Pacers says that had to come from a gun. And Ja was reportedly in the car from which the, le the red laser dots were right. emanating, yes. right? It's just bad look, bad look, bad look. Gun association, gun association, gun association, and then visible gun association dangling the gun by right. the butt end of the gun. Correct. Okay, so what does the NBA do as far as conduct unbecoming? Because these leagues, as you well know about the league you played in, what they care the most about is the image of the league. It's everything. Yep. Right. Well, I don't know what they call it, the NBA, but they call it the NFL protecting the shield. Yeah. Protect the shield yeah. at all costs. Okay. NFL, that's the most important thing to those 32. Not the 15, 1,600 players that play in it, that NFL shield. And the advertising dollars and the broadcasting dollars that that shield brings in. Okay. So for... For sneaker sales, you can argue, oh, that's good. Street cred is good. But for a whole lot of other sales that the NBA leans on, depends on, yeah. it's lifeblood of the right. whole league, it's not good at no. all. I'm sure, not, Skip, I'm sure Nike had internal conversations. At some point, yeah. It's like, okay, do, what do we do? Do we, do we terminate? Because we've seen them terminate contracts. Do we suspend? Do we put him on a probation period? Do we call him in and talk to him and his representative, say any, any further incidences like this, and this contract is going to be null and void? What's go they're having conversation. There's no question in my mind that they're having conversation because it's too big of a situation for them not to have conversations about this. Yeah. So my next question is, in four more games, will we then be told, it's going to be at least four more right. games. Is that how we're going to do the quote-unquote suspension? Problem, Skip, I think, look, I don't think the NBA really wants to suspend Job because, as you mentioned, he is, one, he is the face of the Grizzlies. He's one of the faces of the NBA. And so maybe by the Memphis Grizzlies doing what they're doing, it will lessen the blow, and the NBA will say, you know what, I think that's enough. Be it six games, eight games, 12 games, or how many games? What, there's probably 20 games left in the season. Gilbert Arenas got 50 games for what he did. Yep. So, obviously, and you don't want 50 games, Skip, because that's the playoffs, and that bleeds into next year. I think the NBA wants to try to put this behind them as soon as they possibly can. So, by the Memphis Grizzlies taking the steps that they're taking, maybe the NBA says, okay, that is enough. But don't, don't think the NBA is just like wash their hands with this, and they're like they're sitting on their hands and hoping this goes away. Because they, they punishment, and they want, they want to levy some level of punishment, Skip, because they don't want anybody else to do this. That's what punishment is meant to do. Not only punish the offender, but to deter others from doing said act. Yeah.
Okay, so I'm going to repeat what I've said the last couple times we've dealt with this. I'm still holding out hope that because Jaw demonstrated a year ago on the basketball court that he could win most improved player right. by hard work off the court, by looking in the mirror and saying, I, I got to fix that and I got to improve that mm-hmm. and I got to be way better over there at that. Okay. He became a much better free throw shooter. He became a much better three-point shooter. And he upped his scoring average by five points. These are all big, significant games. Like like he was a 30% three-point shooter, and he shot 34. And you say, well, that's not great. It's a quantum leap from 30% over 70-odd games to to, to 34%. The point is, because he demonstrated that to me, and I keep trying to be a fan of his, it seems like he's got the capacity, he has the internal ability to look in the mirror again and say, off the court, I got to become the most improved player. Yes. I got to fix all the things that are wrong in my life. He He showed that that ability. Skip, I think he came in the NBA at the right time, because we already know Derrick Stern would have sat him down. Adam Silver is more of a a, 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 a player's uh, uh, commissioner. He's going to talk to these guys. David Stern, drop the hammer, and then talk to you after he dropped the hammer. Because if I'm not mistaken, he's suspended Melo. And, and Melo said, Coach, uh, coach. he said, yeah. Commission, why you yeah. do me like this? He said, you want to be in the streets or you want to be in the NBA? He said, you're a corporation. Now, you're a business. Well, I need you to act accordingly. Remember, David Stern pre- presided over an early period where, where the league was <laughs> failing. Yeah. It was just failing yeah. because... Uh, too much whole, fighting was going there, on. There was, was just too much going on, and there was too much extracurricular, and there was too it, it was more football, basketball, right. and there was too much controversy going on. Right. And he cracked down. And right. He said, "We got to change that image. We got to <laughs> change it completely <laughs> and radically." And yeah. there's only one way for me to do it is with right. an iron fist. I'm going right. to drop the iron right. fist. Right. Okay. Adam Silver can be tough when it's time to be tough. Right. I'm surprised he has not spoken out yet, but I think he's trying to let this situation play out yes. a little bit more. And again, the key to me is getting help. If he knows that behind the scenes, Ja is actually getting help, right. Right. well, then maybe he's hands off where yeah. he says, okay, I'm going to let this play. Yeah. And I'll let Memphis do the quote-unquote dirty, dirty work. work. They, they'll be the ones who keep saying, it's going to be a few more right. games. Oh, right? no, they might, maybe they're in contact with the NBA. Yeah. Um, but it seems to me Adam Silver is a lot more methodical, a lot more deliberate in his actions. Yeah. Uh, he, just does, he doesn't rush to do anything, but he does listen to the players. He's listened to the players when it came to uh, Donald Sterling. He did. He listened to the players. And I mean, the, that was his first act of business. Soon, yeah. yeah, he's like, damn, yeah. this is what I get dumped in my lap as soon as I become commissioner. Yeah. Uh, and then we saw what happened in the bubble skip with the George Floyd situation, yep. and I thought he did a great he, job he of did. handling that, he listening did. to the players, what they needed, what they wanted. Yep. I thought he did a great job, and for me, I think he's right now the gold standard of commissioners of all the four major sports in North America. He's the gold standard in which all these other commissioners should look to and say, oh, well, Adam, that's uh, what, what you think about this? How you handle that, Adam? The way you handle that, we really like that. Yep. And so for me, I think he's handling it the right way. He's not doing a whole lot of talking. He, they're dotting their I's, crossing their T's, and whatever punishment, they might not even punish as you said, it might be a deemed enough that the Memphis Grizzlies has taken this as far as they need to go. Yep. Ja, hey, I'm going to call him in, though, Skip. Mm-hmm. Oh, you absolutely. He coming to New York. Yeah. And he's going to sit across from the table like you and I sitting across from each other. And yeah. we're going to have a real heart-to-heart conversation. Yeah. Don't come back good, in here. Good point. Don't come back in here. <sighs> I'm, I'm hoping for the best outcome here. Yeah. Next time you, I see you, you better yeah. have me a Harry and David yeah. basket. 
It'll be, it'll be a nice gift basket. You know, I, I, I got it. Hopefully this is a good wake-up call for him, and it ends here, gentlemen. Yep. Well, there are a lot of games unfolding on the court tonight, and one of those... Warriors-Grizzlies, how heated is it going to get, gentlemen? <laughs> Plus, how concerned should the Suns be about Kevin Durant's Barry. injury? Skip and Shannon dive in when we come back. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place. Whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this. Crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew. Ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. And I won't back down. Fireworks ahead of tonight's Warriors-Grizzlies face-off. Draymond Green firing back at Dylan Brooks after Brooks said in a recent interview that he didn't like Draymond or the Warriors. All right, so Draymond responds on his podcast that Brooks is, quote, an idiot and a clown. Green also said Brooks was, quote, a little kid in high school watching us win championships. You should be happy that you even witnessed that. You're a fan. Woo. Those are some strong words. All right, Shannon, go. Skip, my problem with the Memphis Grizzlies, and I've been very clear why I stand with this, somehow they think they can talk their way into a championship. You can't talk about it. You have to be about it. You talk about, oh, we're a dynasty. A dynasty starts after you win something. You know, what dynasty has ever, oh, this team is a How? Why? What have you done to become a dynasty? The Warriors can talk. Draymond can talk. Draymond is a part of four championships in six seasons. And no matter what you think about him, he's a four-time champ, a four-time all-star, four-time first-team all-defense, defensive player of the year. He led the league in steals one year, second-team all-NBA, third-team all-NBA. Okay, give me uh, Dylan Brooks' accolades in in the NBA. He's led the league in fouls twice. Mm Mm-hmm. That's what that's what that's his only accomplishment. Yep. But I don't get why he you might not like Draymond. Is Draymond the most accomplished warrior? No. Obviously, everybody knows that's Steph Curry. But I think everybody can conclude or draw the same conclusion I can. They're not winning those first three championships without Draymond. Yeah. He plays an integral role for this team. 
is he scored, he's not asked to score 30 points a game. No. He's not even asked to score 15, 20 points a game. He's asked to do a little bit of everything, and he does that at the highest level. And for Dylan Brooks to say, oh, you know what, I don't like Draymond. Okay, fine. Why? What, what did Draymond do to you? What? He annoyance? I mean, you, I, it seems to me you try to be Draymond, mm-hmm. but just not nearly as a skilled or as accomplished. You try to have the, the same role that Draymond has adopted, mastered. That's what you're trying to do. True. And now all of a sudden. They're actually very similar so, in that regard. Yes. Yep. But Draymond is a better player than mm-hmm. he is. Little does he know. All this talking, this tough guy image and all this. I mean, you're more known for those bull job outfits that you come to the game in. One minute you look like Stone Cold Steve Austin. The next minute you're like you're on a sale, uh, 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 an episode of Hee Haw. I don't know what y'all I mean. Oh, yeah, I remember Hee Haw. Uh, uh, you do? I do remember Hee Haw. used to watch it every Saturday night, me and my brother and sister. Wow. Skip, I just, Skip what, what is this? Why are we always talking about Memphis talking or doing something that's not basketball related? Why are you taking shots at Draymond? What did Draymond ever do to you besides beat your brakes off you and the Grizzlies? Mm. I, I, I just don't get this, Skip. I'm, I'm 1,000% on Draymond's side. And I love how Draymond systematically broke down everything he said and said, this is why you're wrong. And this is why. And I skip, I, I'm not big into calling somebody an idiot, but I will call you a clown. But, bro, that was, that was, those were some idiotic statements that you made. I'm not saying you're an idiot, but what you said was idiotic. Because okay. you look at Draymond's resume, no matter what you think about him, Draymond is going to Springfield one day. He's going, Skip. He, and, did That's you forget? hard for me to wrap my head around. Well, well hold on. It, 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 Shannon, the point is everybody goes to Springfield. Well, okay, what am I going to do about these two gold medals that he got? Yeah. I forgot to mention those, Skip. So four championships, two gold medals, a defensive player of the year. Yeah, he going. Mm. And deservedly so. Has he updated his resume of of, of late? Uh, championship last year. That more is that you need something more recent than that? I got a lot of things more <laughs> recent than that, unfortunately. Okay, if you make me pick a side here, I can't pick Dylan's side, but I'm going to be stone cold, right? Honest with you right. here. It's hard for me to be on Draymond's either, because the the largest point here is that. Draymond now refuses after games to talk to the media for the most part because he saves it for his podcast. And this podcast in particular was what I call the magician's sleight of hand. You know, sleight of hand. <laughs> what, what they do is they distract you over here with one hand because they're tricking you with the other hand. Right. Well, Draymond was tricking you yesterday because he did not want to stand up and account for why he quit on his team during a play, not right. for the whole game, but right. during that late play. Right. I think we have it. If we could show up, please, late in the game at Oklahoma City, he, he just decides to walk off the floor because Jordan Poole won't throw him in the basketball. Here we go. Jordan, he wants the ball. He's demanding the basketball. G- give me the ball. Give me the ball. Give me the ball. Nope, 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 nope. And the play goes the other way because of the steal, and he just walks toward the bench. Right. That's clownish to me. That's idiotic basketball to me, <laughs> to me. And this year started with an idiotic move on the part of Draymond Green. If we could see that one more time, please. He punched Jordan Poole and he punched him hard right in the face. And it seems like that flashpoint 
still hangs over this team to this moment because they're now 7-25 and 25 on the road, which is not dynastic. It's right. not Warriors-like. No. Obviously, they did win it all last year, but they don't have the look of a repeat champion this year. Draymond just said, I can't take it, and I'm just going to blast you. He's apologized. They, they tried to move on, but as you well know, it's hard to move on from something that dramatic mm-hmm. that happens right in front of everybody. So we, we had that. And now we've, we've got Draymond building himself more of a glass house and throwing stones from the glass house because after the punch and the, the, the quit the other day, and, and not to mention, speaking of Memphis, remember at the end of game one, near the end of game one last year right. at Memphis, Draymond just lost his mind. He got tossed from the game, and he does a weird victory lap around the Memphis right. arena. Remember this? Mm-hmm. And I don't know that we have it. I think we're going to try to, to get it. Uh, yeah, here we go. He just went crazy. And, and it was clown-ish to me. I'm not calling him a clown, but this is just clown-ish behavior, going crazy to the people in Memphis. The, the uh, visiting Golden State, they were very lucky because Ja had the ball in his hands and missed the last shot, right. remember? Yeah. Clay came off his man yeah. off Brandon Clark and right. took him and sort of moved him off the lane yeah. a little bit. Mm-hmm. And he actually shot it completely over the rim, and it was not a great look for Ja. But the point is, Draymond didn't talk to the media. He went right back to his hotel room, remember, and he did a podcast. So so he's the new media, so he's going to control his own narrative to you by speaking just to you, his fans, in his podcast. Well, that's the new way to go. Right. I I don't have great respect for that because you need to take Q&A from the the current media, whatever they are, the old media, if if that's what you want to call them. And, and stand up and, and answer to what you did and how it impacted your team for better or for worse. So Draymond's also speaking from a position of strength right now because he got Steph back the other night and Steph scored 40. They lost, but Steph scored 40. Right. And now they're going to Memphis tonight on, in a big TNT game, and Ja obviously is not available yet for right. the Memphis Grizzlies. So he's, Dylan doesn't have Ja. Okay, so again, I'm not defending Dylan Brooks, but I don't have the biggest problem with his quotes because if we if we break them down, he he said I don't like Draymond at all. Well, a lot of people don't like Draymond, right. so I, that's not like the end of the world on that. You one. don't like him as a basketball player or person. Okay, well then he goes into his game is cool with Golden State, but if you put him anywhere else, you, you're not going to know who Draymond is. That may be slight exaggeration, but but maybe not but because he got to play with obviously yeah. Steph and Clay. So if, if we put okay. if we put Dylan Brooks in, okay, yeah, we barely know who he is in okay. Memphis. Okay, bingo, touche. You were correct. <laughs> okay, I got it. He goes on Draymond. I mean, sorry, Dylan goes on to say of Draymond, he plays with heart. He plays hard. He knows the ins and outs of their defense. I guess that's why they like him over there. Well, yeah, that's exactly why they like him. He fits. Yes. And for a while, especially early in the dynastic run, he was the guts and glue of the team because – they were a little soft except for him. Right. And and he was a tougher guy. He was the enforcer. And he did the dirty work for them. He banged the boards for them. He talked in ways, he, he trash-talked in ways that they needed. They, right. they needed to set a little edge yes. against the opponent. Okay. And he did that. And he distributed the basket. He's a, he's a very good passer. I'm yes. not going to say he's all-time great, but he's a very good, yes. bigger passer. Yes. He, he, not a shooter, 
not a free throw shooter. That's not his forte. But he can do all those little things at a very high level that, that, winning that basketball. become big things when it comes to winning championships. Mm-hmm. You need him. He's a perfect fit for what they, they have. But was he blessed to be able to play with the two greatest shooters? Yes. Well, sure he was. But, but Skip, we can make yeah. that case about a lot of people that were blessed to play with two all-time yeah. great players. But the question is, let me ask you this. What's Dylan Brooks' role to the, the Grizzlies? Is he better at his job than Draymond is at his? No. Hell no. No. So why are you talking? At least, Skip, if you're going to talk about somebody, you at least got to be better than them. You can't talk about something. You can't punch up at somebody. You got to punch yeah. across. Okay, but I don't, I don't know the, the, the quote I just read you. I, I don't know if it's, if it's that damning. I, I think there's a lot of positive in the quote. It right? ain't no positive because he's saying, Draymond, if you weren't in Golden State, nobody would know who you are. The mm-hmm. only reason that you became to who you are. So my question is to you, where could you go? Bro, if you were somewhere else in Memphis, you might be the eighth or ninth man. He might that be. That might be one of the reasons why they don't win a championship because you're in the starting lineup. Yep. He, he is an edge setter for Memphis. He, he is their great area defender. And we remember what he did to Peyton He's tricking Jr. y'all. What's that? He's tricking y'all. Okay. Come on, he playing defense. He's tricking yeah. y'all. I think he plays pretty good defense. He plays very physical defense, and he helps them set a tone. Is he very skilled? No, nope, he's not very skilled. He's like a thirty, you know, low 30s three-point shooter. Oh, so in other words, he's, he's the very thing that he's criticizing Draymond for. <laughs> well, you can argue. You, you can even go so far as to say he's a poor man's yes, Draymond. Yes, yes. Right? Right? Yes. But he does play that role for Memphis. The difference is Draymond's way out there with his podcast and his media sort of image. You know, his his presence is huge. And Dylan Brooks seems to know nothing about them. He, he stays away from the media. You know, he, does, he, he doesn't what, have what, what, social Skip, presence. What, what's he talking about? Draymond is a, fir- a four-time first-team mm-hmm. all-defensive player. He is. That's something to be said. And to your he point, a, he won Defense Player of the Year. So when is Dylan Brooks going to win one of those? He got to get something. He has to get yeah. some credentials on his resume so he has some credibility. You just can't take shots at people saying, oh, he's just this and that, okay. when this guy's resume is impeccable okay. compared to yours. Okay, well, the, the larger issue point that I do agree with you on, he's part and parcel of, of the whole attitude of the Grizzlies. They act like they just won last year's yes. championship. They still act like it. Maybe the jaw incident now will sort of humble them back a, a level because right. I, I'm not sure this year is going to turn out all that great for them. I don't know how it's going to. I, I, I didn't think it was going to turn out. I, I didn't think it was going to turn out well for him anyway. John would say way back in what November that hey we good in the West. He said we're good. Yeah, I couldn't tell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he said he only feared Boston. Boston. Right. The only time you're going to see Boston is when y'all play them in that building. It will not be for the NBA title. Yeah, I would agree with but that. Skip, but, but Skip, I mean. Of all the things, why are you so concerned? I know, I know, Skip, I understand. But basketball is not like, you know, MMA or not like boxing. You don't have to sell the games. No. So I understand that the, the, the Grizzlies and the Golden State Warriors are about to play each other. Yeah. So why did you feel you needed to take a shot at Draymond? Because that's low-hanging fruit? Because, well, he ain't skilled like Steph Curry. Well, he don't do this. I mean, he can't, he's not a defender like Jordan or Kobe. Or he can't rebound the ball like uh, 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 Ben Wallace. Okay, fine. He does a little bit of everything. He's not great at anything, but he's damn good at a lot of things. And when you combine all the things that he's good at, yep. compared with two of the great, the two best shooters in the history of the NBA on the same team, boom, you get championships. Okay. I, I got it. 
he has not this year updated his resume. No, no he, he, Skip, he's not the same player. He's I mean, not as, the same. As we get older. But I tell you what, he's an older player. And he might not be the same as he was five years ago. But I guarantee you, name a team that would take Dylan Brooks over Draymond, even in Draymond's advanced age. To do what? Yeah, you know what? That's a, that's a good, hard question. Just because Dylan Brooks is so much younger than he is, it looks like Draymond's on his last legs. And you asked me, was it yesterday or the yes. day before, do you think Draymond's going to be a warrior next year? And I said, I doubt it. I take, I take Draymond on his last leg as opposed to Dylan Brooks on first leg mm. because he doesn't do anything better than Draymond. Can he pass the ball better than Draymond? No. Can he rebound the ball better than Draymond? No. He's just as poor a shooter from the three-point line as Draymond. He He's just as poor a free-throw shooter as Draymond. Yep. So is he as good a defender as Draymond? Draymond, did you see the job that Draymond did on Yoke last year? Mm-hmm. So, so what? 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 Other than I, I, I do think Dylan Brooks is a very good defender, but he's a smaller defender. At least it, it, Draymond's got more size. Well, than I'm he just has. trying to figure out why he be getting cooked in games I watch. Maybe he yeah. must be knowing I'm watching and he gets cooked Maybe. because when I watch him go against Book and all these other guys, I watched him against the uh, 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 the Lakers. Who are you guarding? Had five fouls. Every time I turn around, boom, foul on him. And he's got his hands out like, what happened? You fouled. That's what happened. Yeah. Well, all I know is Draymond needs to take some accountability for this year, and he's not taking it at all. Skip, they're not – I mean, they're a different team. Obviously, what transpired this offseason – Yeah. I mean, in the training camp, that's playing a role in it. But – Somebody else should have been able to take that shot. If somebody, if somebody else want to take a shot at Draymond, fine. Yeah. He can't. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. I'll buy that. Joel and B. Guys, Giannis. I'm going to jump in here. Go ahead. Go ahead, Jen. We've got breaking news, and I definitely want to get your take on this one. KD sitting out the Suns' 132-10 win last night after he slipped and injured his ankle in pregame warm-ups. He did finish warming up, then he noticed some swelling, medical staff ruled him out, and this is the breaking news part, guys. Just moments ago, reports surfaced that the Suns fear this is a grade two ankle sprain. That could keep KD out four to six weeks, which would be the entire rest of the regular season. Shannon, how much does this hurt the Suns' championship chances? You remember when we met, when he got signed, that Wednesday night, that bombshell drop. We came on there that Thursday. We what were the first words out of my mouth, Skip? Yeah, if he stays healthy. Something freak. This is about as freaky as you get. I mean, the man, the man is warming up. He's getting ready to warm up. I don't know if he's going to lay the ball up or he's going to dunk it. His the, uh, uh, Left, his ankle goes out from up under him, and boom, this way. I don't know if there was a slick spot or a wet yeah. spot or something. It looked like he, his feet went out from under him. It, it did. Skip, it was going to be, look. No, they're not winning no championship without Kevin Durant. Hell no. It was going to be hard for them to win a championship with Kevin Durant. It's impossible. It's going to be impossible. Skip, I don't want to say impossible. There's nothing. I think you're pretty close to impossible. How about 99.9? I I would buy that. Yeah. They got a less than a Clorox chance. Clorox is 99.9%. They got a 99.9% chance they're not winning the title. Yeah. What's Purell supposed to be? (laughs) 99.9. So, Skip, man, I I feel bad. I just feel bad for the man. Because, I mean, he would skip. He had got into a groove. I mean, it's just like, Ellen, if you didn't know better that he had played with Book and, and, and CP3. His whole career. It looked like. The it. way it blended and Book was having the time of his life because Book was cooking. He's like, oh, 
Y'all get y'all gonna put the best defender on him, and I'm gonna get the second or third best defender on me. Oh, I'm about to eat. He had, he dropped 44 last night so easy. And if I'm it was skipping, I get it. You know, it was like seven and a half minutes left in the ball game, and Book wanted 50 so bad. He did. He wanted 50 so bad. He yep. was trying to hide it like, body don't see me, don't see me. They came and got him. But no, Skip, they're not winning no championship. Uh, I have no doubt that KD wanted to play Skip for the simple fact this was his home debut. They say ticket prices was going for 226% over face value. Yep. And now, the, man, that man can't catch a break. I mean, he just, he just, just got back after being out for like six, eight weeks with a knee. Yep. He comes back and he plays, but what, a week, 10 days? And now this? Man, he's probably looking around, man, like I got buzzard look. I mean, I, but Slip Rock must be somewhere in this building or something because yeah. I just can't catch a break. Man, I just feel, I just feel bad for him. I, I really do, Skip. And, and to get this news that this news that this man might be gone for the regular season, yep. oh, Skip, they're not winning no title. Now, if he comes back, he's 100%, there's a, there's a slight chance. But damn, no. I mean, now you got to – they're going to probably lose some ground in the standing, Skip. Nah, man, this is – oof. Mm. It hurt their chances. It doomed their chances. Yep. <sighs> this is crushing – this is devastating, not only for Kevin Durant, but for the Phoenix Suns and their fans, for NBA fans everywhere, for our show, for, for everything involved. The, the whole, uh, the, everything NBA just suffered. He's one of the greatest players ever, one of the best players in the league, mm-hmm. and it revitalized the interest in this year's playoffs when the bombshell dropped that Thursday morning that we were in Phoenix right. for the Super Bowl, that Kevin Durant is a Phoenix Sun. And it had fairy tale charm to it because it looked like Kevin wanted to go help Chris Paul win a ring that, that he would deserve. He's, what's Chris now, 37 years of age. Yeah. So it's in, in the final stages of Chris's career, it felt fairy tale-ish that he could win a ring with a lot of help from KD. Mm-hmm. And to your point, he stepped right in like he'd been a son forever, like he'd been drafted originally by the <laughs> Phoenix Suns. It looked like they'd played for eight or ten years together. Right out of the box, they win three straight road games, the last one at Dallas. And it was one of the best spectator games of the year. And it was a high for the league. And coming off that high, I thought, okay, now they go home. And Phoenix was so excited to have him at home, to your point, that the ticket prices were going through the roof. Right. And then (sighs) I was watching all the other games, the end of the Boston game, and there was something else going on. And I didn't watch the start of the Phoenix game, but I glanced at my phone to see the box score to see after three or four minutes how many right. Kevin had scored. I didn't right. know this was going on. Right. And I look, and he's not in the starting lineup, and I'm thinking, need a day of rest already? Yeah. Right. And then I check this out. Right. It's the freakish, the most freakish accident injury I've, I've ever seen. Right. I, I've, I know guys get hurt sometimes in pregame. Mm-hmm. But they pull something. They, they right. step wrong and right. they, they pull their hamstring or they, they pull their groin. He, he's practicing sort of a, a warm-up layup. Yeah. It's a layup, a lay-in. You know, he's not, he's not yeah. trying to dunk it. He's just yeah. laying it up off the glass. 
and he goes up, and and somehow he's his feet went out from under yeah. him. Yeah, it's like he rolled, like he rolled it, it's like he rolled it like over the top of it. Yeah, yep. he did. And at at the very first, I thought when I saw the video, I thought, oh, that 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 can't be too bad. Whoops. Well, yeah. He, he must have hit a, some kind of slick spot. You see, it's no, just, it just like rolled, just rolled, like just rolled over the top. Wrong. Yeah, it just rolled over the top. <sighs> what? He's Kevin bleeping Durant, and and you sort of lose your rhythm and your footing, and you roll your ankle on a, on a layup attempt in pregame. In pregame, one? what? That, that normally we see an injury like that, Skip, when somebody steps on somebody's foot, <sighs> and then it rolls over the top. We've seen LeBron James skip it, it yeah, yeah, ankle yeah. bone lay on the oh. ground, okay. and that's how KD's did. KD literally ankle bone is like literally laying on the ground. I mean, on the, the floor. Yeah, and it's. Man. Except I've seen LeBron do that a hundred times, and he just bounces right up, and he goes on. But if you look at the other video, Skip, he t- tries to tighten up his shoes. Yeah. He, they said he finished the he workout. Yeah. He noticed some swelling, and then boom. Okay. Four to six weeks, you're doomed. Yeah. Hey, four to six days, you're doomed, because the clock was already ticking right. on this team, because we're team minus 20 games and counting here. Yeah, because so what, you're four weeks, so basically you're four to six weeks left in the regular season. You're probably less than 20 games or less, uh, according to who you are, because some teams have 20, some teams have like 16, 17, maybe even 18 games left. So that's going to be really condensed. So yeah, he's out for the rest of the regular season, Skip. He, that's, that, that's what it is. He's out for the rest of the season. Okay. And whew, boy, I dodged a bullet. Because hey, I was going to that you? game next Wednesday. Were you? Yeah, and okay. I had just, I'm about to pay Camry prices. Whew. Okay. Thank you, Jesus. Well, there you go. So the, the point is, as easy as he, he's the easiest superstar in the history of this league to play with, but, right. but you still need some reps. Right. You, you need some continuity. You need some chemistry building. You can't just step in for a first-round playoff series, especially if they fall in the stand. Who knows how this right. all. Right you know, sort itself out. But what I hate for the league right now, it, it's so crushing. LeBron have, and KD. LeBron and KD and Ja, for ja, that yeah. matter. I, I don't know if he's even going to come back at all for the regular season. And Zion. We're going to talk about Zion a little bit later. And Luca. I don't know how bad Luca is. He said, I didn't get hit in the thigh. I pulled something, and it's just been plaguing him until he finally said last night, I just can't go anymore. Right. And he told the media after the game, it's not good. What does that mean? Is he going to be gone? Hey, for- be, I mean, the NBA play. I mean, think about it. If the NBA playoffs are without KD, LeBron, Zion, Luca, Ja, Ja, whew, you're talking about five. You're talking about five or probably your ten biggest stars in the NBA. Yeah, and you know, I picked the Clippers to win it all, and then they went and got your problem, Westbrook. <laughs> and I told you, I'm off the bandwagon. We're going to talk about them in, in a little bit, but it's hard for me to, to ride with them when they're trying to ride with Russ. They, last night they rode with him by not riding with him because yeah. they just said, well, you're not going to play Terrence in the fourth Mann quarter. Terrence Mann took it home. Okay? And Eric Gordon, Gordon took yeah, it home. Yeah, they played the point. Okay? So the point is, I'm, I'm, I'm out on the Clippers, so, so it, it's hard not to be out on the, the whole West. And finally, Denver, shockingly, inexplicably, loses to Chicago at home by 21. And we'll talk about Jokic and the MVP in a few minutes. But, but the point is, the whole West seems to be coming backward. It seems to be falling backwards. But Skip, but the Nuggets was due for one of these bad losses. I mean, everybody else has one of these okay. bad losses, right. and they really hadn't had a bad loss in the last six to eight weeks. Yeah. And so they were due one of these bad home losses. Remember uh, 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 Boston? 
They've had some bad losses. A 28-point lead against the Nets, minus KD and Kyrie. Yeah. I mean, two home losses to Orlando. Yeah. So everybody everybody was due one of those. But, man, KD, bro, I feel feel bad. I feel bad for him because I I wanted to see him. I wanted to see him play because he he had looked so good. It was almost like, Skip, when you remember when um, Randy Moss went to the the Patriots? Yeah. And it's like him and Brady have been playing together. Like, what? Man, this ain't their first year playing together. If it's their first year to play together, how Brady throw for 5,000 yards? He's never thrown for 5,000 before. How Randy Moss break the record with 23 receiving touchdowns? Mm. How? Mm. It just, KD goes in there and like, man, I don't need a whole, I don't need no 20 shots. Just give me like 10, 15 shots. I'll make it work. So I hark back to my, my old school belief of what used to happen in this league. And I'll say it again. Somehow Michael Jordan played all 82 games nine times, mm-hmm. and he played 81 games yeah. another year and 80 games another year. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how. <laughs> I, how do you do that? Skip, you know, I think the thing is a lot of these guys, are coming. they, they play so much AAU. Skip, you got to realize when you play an AAU circuit, you start playing AAU basketball at eight, all the way through the time you're 18, yep. and then you get a year of college, think about the, the mileage that you've already put on your body. Michael Jordan, they weren't on no AAU circuit. Mm-hmm. Michael Jordan played high school basketball. He did. And then that's he played, it. He played three years at the school you love. Yes. Three years at so Carolina. So I think that has a lot to do with yep. why guys' bodies are breaking down is because they're playing. Skip, they play year-round. You got to travel. And they, these guys play year-round, and they play sports-specific. They don't give their body a chance to rest. You know, I did all – I did, you know, play three sports. You know, and, and it helped me in the other sports. But all they, all these, these guys do is play – basketball yep well lebron has been iron man until now but but we're talking about the, the second most minutes played yeah. in the history of the league well, think about it skip through his first 15 years he only missed 71 games yeah no I'm, 15- I'm saying he he's iron yeah. man so basically yeah. he was missing on average five games a season yeah. what that's, that's five five yeah, yeah about five games five he, games he, he played all 82 one time. right but still but he's always he's always in the 70s he was always in the 70s it still makes me wonder if load management is, is to the detriment of this league because it plants seeds in your, your psyche of, I got to protect myself. I got to protect. I, I can't. I can't. And you're, you're actually telling your subconscious, I could get hurt out here. And then you do get hurt out mm-hmm. there. But Kevin Durant is starting to come off as just brittle, just purely. It, it, every time I look up, he's got another something going on. Mm-hmm. Some kind of bruised knee, sprained knee. Right. Obviously went through the whole Achilles situation. And now that's about as freakish. That, that, that just looked like you, could, you, you know, you're playing with two left feet. Right. Right? Man. Gentlemen, as far as the standings go, the Suns sitting in fourth place in the West. They're three games ahead of Golden State. Such an unfortunate incident for Very. KD and the Suns. Mm. Moving on to the gridiron when we come back, guys. Is not having an agent keeping Lamar Jackson from getting a deal done? Got to get your take on this. Stick around. Undisputed will be right back. Flippin' Bats with Ben Verlander is your only place for the World Baseball Classic coverage. Hi, I'm Ben Verlander, host of Flippin' Bats. And I'm Alex Curry, co-host of Flippin' Bats. From Taiwan to Phoenix and Miami, we'll be providing you daily updates on all the action taking place in this year's WBC. So wherever you get your podcasts, make sure to like and subscribe us at Flippin' Bats.
This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life. From gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges, therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash undisputedpod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash undisputedpod. Your mental health journey begins here. Lamar Jackson remains on the non-exclusive franchise tag, no closer to a long-term deal with the Ravens. According to The Athletic, there is a, quote, widespread belief in the league and among agents that Jackson would already have a deal if he had an agent. Shannon, do you agree? It all depends. Agent or no agent, asking for a fully guaranteed contract of this significant amount, when there's only one of those out of 1,500 players that have contracts, hell no. Nah. Skip, look, the only thing an agent can do is act, ask, um, act as a buffer between what the team is saying and what you're asking for. So all the barbs that's being traded back and forth, said player doesn't hear them from mm-hmm. the team. The agent gets to hear all that. So now he filters what he thinks the player should hear mm-hmm. and what he can handle. I mean, nah, he comes back and says, this is what the team is offering. Nope, I don't want that. Go back, get more. At some point in time, an agent is going to come to you and says, I believe this is as far as we can go. I think I've gotten as much as I can get from them. And he says, well, I want more. Well, then, uh, uh, because I believe Lamar Jackson, Skip, is hell-bent. What he's doing, I believe, is that he's taking it because he's getting help from the NFLPA. The NFLPA wants this to be the norm. Sure. Guaranteed contracts, especially. They would like to have guaranteed contracts for all of his players, like the NBA, like MLB, like hockey. Mm-hmm. Of the North American sports, the NFL, which is the more popular of the sports, the yes. more physical of the sports, is the only one that doesn't have guaranteed contracts. Yep. So the NFLPA would like to have, hey, nah, Lamar, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, because we want this to be the norm. We want, this to, we want a president to be established that guaranteed contracts in the NFL. Mike Jones reported last week at the Combine there was a good deal of chatter in the NFL circles that owners angered by Brown signing Deshaun Watson to a $230 million fully guaranteed contract, had agreed among each other not to hand out another fully guaranteed multi-year contract to a quarterback. Collusion is hard to prove, but suspicion were high a week ago. Absolutely. So this is where we are. We, let's get back. I think we knew that. Now, uh, you skip out, I think it was 2014, 2015, when Indominus Sue got that, yeah. that outlier of a contract. Mm-hmm. It took Aaron Donald four years mm-hmm. 
to catch up with him. So we're like, we're only two years with Deshaun Watson. Well, one year with Deshaun Watson's 230 fully guaranteed. Kirk Cousins had a bunch of fully guaranteed. But if you add up all the contracts he got, it ain't 230. No. And so that's, that's I believe that's where we're at. And Skip, how do we know that's not an agent talking that be wanting some of their money? I mean, if he'd had an agent, how do we know? Because Lamar Jackson, agent, agent works at the bequest of who? You, me, and his client. So if he says, okay, this is what I got for you, he's like, no, I want more. What agent can do? Mm-hmm. It only works if the client is willing to accept what said team has offered. Yep. So I don't believe, Skip, I don't believe it. I just believe the agent is, works best. Yeah, they can do, Skip. Skip, that's what they do. Yeah, they can finagle this and say, okay, we can put some money here and we can defer some money there, and we can do all that, Skip. Yep. But at the end of the day, the agent's best job is to be as a buffer, to be as a filter. Okay. So you don't hear all that negative stuff that they're going to be saying because you know it's coming. Yeah, absolutely. So Shannon Sharp, the main order of business here for me is I do not want to see the Baltimore Ravens get away with putting out the narrative that if he did have an agent, we would have a deal yeah. because that's not true. No, no. That's not fair. That, that's, that's condemning him. Well, he, he's, he's the foolish one here. If he just would go pay an agent, whatever it is. What, 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 what difference does it make? It's not like y'all get a deal. No. If you give the man $200 million fully guaranteed, Skip, how does, that, how does that soften the blow? Because he has to give a part of it to the agent? You still got to pay 230 so him having an agent doesn't have anything to do with the amount of money that you're going to have to shell out. Yeah. They're trying to put out the narrative that an agent would be a little more fair-minded and, and a little more prone to, um, to compromise, you know, <laughs> exactly. because that's what they do. Yeah. You know. Okay, I, I'm going to give you this. The one area in which Lamar did miss out here, not having a representative, was at the Combine. Because you could see this coming. I told you several times, it sure smells like they're going to stick the non-exclusive tag on him and dare somebody to come pay him the the going freight. You know, whatever, the 230 guarantee. Mm -hmm. And then Baltimore would get two first-round picks on the non-exclusive. Okay, at the Combine, as you know, it's the annual sort of NFL convention for coaches, executives, scouts, and there's a whole lot of eating and a whole lot of drinking and a whole lot of talking that goes on. S-A-N-L-M-O's. What's that? S-A-N-L-M-O's. You've been to the restaurant. Oh, yeah, S-A-N-L-M-O's. Yes, absolutely. In Indy. So this is the one time of year when you can just sit around and deal make. And if you have a representative there, if you have – a, a, a broker, you, you would say, you know, somebody who can broker a deal for you. They can go sit with executives of different teams, right. seeing that this is coming, head off the pass and try to sell Lamar to team X, Y or Z, all of them quarterback needy. Hey, let, let's make a deal right here, right yeah. now. Let's let's just I, I got a cocktail napkin. Let, let's scratch out a possible right. deal. Would you go here, here for X years? Let's do. Uh, would you go five years? With this, two, I know okay. I know a deal that happened last year. Yeah. You remember the deal? The Russell Wilson deal mm-hmm. transpired last year. We did at over the combine. combine. It did, and that it was a killer deal yeah. for Denver. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Th- that's what you want to try to make for Lamar here. Right. 
But he did not have a representative because he can't represent himself at the combine. No, you, you can't go and sell yourself there. No, right? I don't think players are allowed. Only no. re, only agents and, right, and, right. and team okay. officials. So you you probably lost out some there. Right. But that does not decrease your value in the grand scheme of things because you've earned the right to have this contract. Right. Now back to what you're saying. Uh, even in the same article you just read from Mike Jones, Mike Sando, who's also very plugged in, yeah. just flat out says. As for the collusion component, there is zero doubt the NFL and its owners want to make the Watson contract a one-off, not a trend. Is zero liar. doubt. Yes. Zero doubt. Zero. Okay. So <laughs> Lamar is at the wrong place, wrong time because of what Jimmy Haslam a year or so ago gave Deshaun Watson. Right. And the league is saying with collusion had the cloud hanging over it, it's it's very it's it's almost impossible probably, to yeah. prove it unless you got some emails right and, and i don't know if they dumb enough they might uh, be dumb enough know. to put it in an email maybe, format maybe but lamar is is being penalized because of what jimmy haslam did right. for deshaun right and i hate to see that but the the point is what, what he's asking for he deserves right that there's nothing wrong with what he's asking for and it, it just seems like that the uh, Mike Sando speaking to him one more time. He said that it, it, it's clear to him that the Ravens and Lamar Jackson fundamentally disagree over his value, and the relationship between the parties is fractured. Well, I, I oh th- yeah, I, I think the bridge is completely burned. So it's it's apparent to me they want out from under. So what what they want to see happen is. With the non-exclusive, you you dangle him out there, right. and then you wait and see. Does anybody jump? Is there right. another Jimmy right. Haslam who's going to jump right. at this? Because remember, the stakes are high. Because you can collude all you want. That means everybody's saying we don't want to win the championship. Right. He can win the championship right. for you. That's right. how valuable he is. I believe so, Skip. But I tell you what, they don't want to do. We want to keep. We want to suppress the prices. As the, for these players as much as possible. The longer we keep the prices suppressed, the more money that we make. Because guess what? The TV contract continuously goes up, but the player's salaries aren't matching that. So, Skip, at the end of the day, an agent, I want my commission. You sign a $230 million contract, I'm going to get 3 to 5%. The NFL PA, Skip, they want that, precedent. By the way, that's a lot that's of a money. That's a lot of money. Oh, if you don't think 3% is a lot... Extrapolate that over three two hundred and thirty million dollars, and you'll find out just how much that is. The NFLPA cares about what precedent. Mm-hmm. We won't guarantee contract. We won't when Deshaun Watson is here. We want somebody to leapfrog him. That's what you get in baseball. Mm-hmm. That's what you get in basketball. Now, Skip, they've capped it off, Skip, where you know yep. our supermax contract player gets X amount. Yeah. But at the end of the day, Skip, look, and people say, well. What 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 the owners hate is that Deshaun Watson giving his, what uh, his re- they didn't give a damn about what Deshaun did off the field. They wouldn't want Peyton Manning to get two fifty three two thirty no. guaranteed. They wouldn't like Tom Brady to get two thirty guaranteed because they know the precedent that comes behind guaranteed contract. Agreed. So I'm not skipping. And when I say that, I'm not no. I'm not trying to minimize what transpired with Deshaun Watson off the field. Yeah. I'm just saying them trying to use that as an excuse saying. He wasn't the guy to set the precedent. That's not what you care about. Yep. You care about the precedent. Yep. Damn who said it. Yeah, I agree. So it appears to me the Ravens are sitting back saying, we're going to win this either way. Because if no team jumps at Lamar, if no team bids for or, or makes an offer for Lamar, right. 
then they can sit back and say, well, we told you so. You're, you're just not that valuable. Right. And we're going to give you $32 million and you're going to be happy with it, right? <laughs> I don't know if he's going to be. Okay, well, you know he's not going to be happy with it, but happy that's what it. they're going to say to him. Yes. Okay, the other way is if there is another Jimmy Haslam who jumps and, and says, I'll give you what whatever the going rate is, right. and they make a deal and the Ravens get the two first-round picks, then the Ravens are happy because I think they want out from under Lamar almost in the same way that Green Bay is done with Aaron Rodgers. Let's skip. I mean, a part of me does understand because they say the last two years, Lamar, you've been injured. Last two years, you've been injured. Yeah, he's missed 10 games, I think, over the last two years. So you want us to fully guarantee a contract mm-hmm. based on your injury hit. And all, all we can do, Skip, is based on he's not getting younger. Remember, when – you go this way, not this way in the NFL. Yeah. So you have even more miles on your body, and you're more prone, more susceptible to injury. Okay. So they're saying, okay, we might be willing to guarantee the first two years, the first three years, but talking about going out here to five or six, mm-hmm. that's a bridge that we don't want to cross. Yeah. So when you're willing to talk about, okay, getting three years guarantee, hey, give me, hey, Kirk Cousins normally do three years fully guaranteed. We got 150. We got 175 fully guaranteed for you. But when you start talking about going five, six years fully guaranteed, Lamar, we're not there, and we're not going to get there. I'm just going. I'm, I'm just being skeptical because I, I, I think it's only. I, I got to. You know, I'm, I'm for the players. I was a player, and I want them to get as much money as they possibly can because you're not a doctor, and you're not a lawyer, yeah, and you don't got a 30 year career in the NFL. Okay. Get as much money as you can while you can. But be be fair how they're looking at it. They're like, damn, Lamar, if you were if if you had a, a, a non-injury history, you didn't miss 10 games. You what he missed last year, six, and then he missed the last four. Mm-hmm. So that's a bridge that's really hard for us to get to, to cross over, given your history, being fair. Okay. I want Lamar to get his money, but I also understand what the Ravens are doing also. Okay, yet if they're trying to sell that because running is a component of of your greatness that that we can't trust your health, I don't buy that because to me, I see just as many get hurt in the pocket as out of the pocket. I just do. Yeah. And then, but see, here's the thing. And then when Lamar just stops, this stays and and, and throws the ball from the pocket, run, Lamar! That's what you got legs for! A part of what makes you dynamic is your legs and your ability to escape that. So now you wanted to be a double-edged sword. Now he runs, he runs too much. He doesn't run, he doesn't run enough. Because remember, Skip, with Dak? Jared said, I wanted to use his leg. He did. Dak said, last time I used my leg, the man yanked me down and I broke my leg. What he did. <laughs> so yep. so you, they want it both ways. Lamar has to do, Lamar, look, a part of what makes, you're right, a part of what makes Lamar dynamic is his leg, his ability to get out of harm's way. But they pretend like Lamar Jackson runs the wing tee. Like all he does is run the football. Damn. He's he not Derrick Henry. He don't carry the ball 25, 30 times a game. He won the MVP by leading the league in touchdown passes. That's all you need to know. That's when you should have done the deal. Yep. After he won it in year three, that's when you should have won the de- Yeah, after year three when you could do it. Because he actually, Skip, he won the, uh, uh, the uh, yeah, year, year three. Year, yeah. Yeah. Three. That's when okay, you should have done it, Skip. Yep. It's clear to me the Baltimore Ravens don't really believe long-term in Lamar Jackson. So let's just get this over. Let's get him out of there. Let's get him somewhere. Somebody wake up and pay him what he's worth because it's what he has earned because he he will return your investment 
and then some. Skip, I, it's, it's just hard for me when you say what somebody's worth. You're only worth what somebody will pay you. Yeah. I mean, I might want to tell I mean, I know what I paid for this pen. I might say this pen worth $10,000. Well, if somebody's not going to pay me $10,000, it's not worth that. Somebody a house. I got the house listed for $50 million. No, Well, if no. somebody don't pay it, it ain't worth $50 million. You're only worth, something is only worth what someone is willing to pay. Now, the question is, we see some of these teams have already come out. What team is saying Lamar Jackson is worth more than Deshaun Watson? Because that's all that matters, Skip. You and I, can we're in favor, and a lot of other people I've heard are in favor of Lamar Jackson getting money. Mm-hmm. But... If another NFL team doesn't say, doesn't say he's worth this, he ain't getting that. Mm. Somebody <laughs> has to be smart enough to see that Lamar Jackson can win you a whole lot of football games, if not a championship. This is one thing we know about these owners. Mm-hmm. They care about what's in the best interest of those 32. And if, 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 if what's in the best interest of 32 is to not win a championship by having a quarterback and giving them 275 guarantee yep. when they ain't winning no championship. Because they, that's one thing, Skip. They might not like each other individually, but they will band together when it comes against anything outside. And anything outside is players and anything else that's not one of the 32. That is fact. Boy, Jimmy Haslam went rogue. He went rogue. <laughs> rogue. He did. He did. I'm talking rogue. He, he's bidding against himself. himself. For a player who had a off the field cloud yeah, hanging yeah. over it that he knew about, yeah, it wasn't like all of a sudden he didn't know, and then he signed the guy and this dump got dumped in his lap. No, and then people could say, "What well, did you do? Your home? Did you investigate? Did you know? What did you know? No, when did you know? No, I, he knew it. He, he knew it full well. Oh, did he? And so, and that's why I'm sure he he's in a corner by himself. I'm not so sure how many other owners are talking to Jimmy Haslam, considering what he's done, Skip. Because he put it, he put him, he put it out there. He did, and they're trying to take it. Back. Exactly, Jerry Jones probably said, "Why did you call me?" All these owners are like, "Why did you call me? You got my number." Yep. We would have told you that was a terrible idea. Mm. <laughs> well, unfortunately, Lamar is going to suffer. For yes, it. yes. We will see how long he sits, guys. It, it really is an unbelievable situation, given how talented he is. All right, when we come back here on Undisputed, we've got more on the John Morant situation. We'll be back in just a moment. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Earlier this week, Paul Pierce defended John Morant in a set of tweets. Take a look. First, Pierce tweeted, I don't care what y'all say about Jaw. I carried a gun after I was stabbed. Y'all don't know what he is going through. Everyone got something to say until you really know what's really going on in someone's life. When you're black and rich, you're a target, period. Pierce also tweeted, we glorify and normalize all the rappers who do it and get paid from waving guns and rap videos, making millions. I'm trying to understand and make this make sense. What crime did he commit? Shannon, does Paul Pierce have a point here? 
Only Paul, only point Paul Pierce has on the top of his head if he bumped it. Mm. Skip. You become a yes. Everybody that has a money or is famous becomes a target. But you become more of a target when you wave your money, when you flash your money, you wave your gun. Paul, I didn't know Paul Pierce carried a gun. Nobody else probably did until he just told that. He wasn't on IG Live and he wasn't waving it around, now was he? That's a good point. Paul Pierce, for you to say the rap videos, do you understand that as an art form? So Keanu Reeves needs to be locked up for playing John Wick because he done killed a bunch of damn people. <laughs> Matt Damon for the born identity and Denzel Washington for training day. All of them need to be put in jail because what they did as a form of art, as form of entertainment, John Moran form of entertainment is basketball. Him flashing a gun and Tony... It, you think that's the same? Paul, did you really think that's the, this, the equivalent? Because entertainment, rap, talking about this, is the same as John doing what he did? You really believe that, Paul Pierce? Mm. Paul, I understand you want to support Ja. I want to support Ja. But I believe you can support a player and say what you're doing is wrong. You're heading down the wrong path. I'm not talking down to Ja. What I'm trying to do is trying to give him some advice to keep him out of harm's way. That's it. Mm. Support Ja by you not holding him accountable. And you somehow feel like you're supporting him. You're part of the problem. Mm. That's the problem. Mm. Instead of telling Ja, Ja, you're wrong. Bro, you shouldn't put that on IG Live, bro. Why would you do that? Why would you hold something on IG Live? Why, first, why would you push the button to go live and then put your gun on there? Mm. Why would you all constant? Why would you do some of the stuff that you're doing? Bro, you're moving too fast. Mm. Slow it down. Mm. Young fella, you got an opportunity to make five, six hundred million dollars at this thing. Mm. Go ahead and make your money. You don't need to do that. That's what Paul Pierce should have been saying instead of said trying to give him an out for some of the things that he's been doing. Paul, you're wrong, bro. The rep. Paul, that's a talking point. I hear a lot of people on the other side using that very talking point that you just used about rap videos and waving guns and saying all this bull jive. Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't know where you got this from, Paul, but it did. I, if I'm not mistaken, he might have been drunk or high as damn self. That happened at 3.16 a.m. Mm. He got to be drunk. He had to be high to say something as foolish as what he took. Don't press sin. Mm. Don't press sin, Paul. That's something you should have kept to yourself, Paul Pierce. Mm. You should have absolutely kept that to yourself. If that's the only thing, if that's the only way you can support John Morant and what he's going through by trying to obfuscate, keep that to yourself, bro. Mm. That might be the, the dumbest thing you've ever said that you ever tweeted. Mm. I get it. If you've been, if, when you got stabbed or whatever you went through, I don't know the, the whole details, you know, this or that, whatever happened. And if you want to protect yourself, I get it. But you wasn't flashing it. You wasn't waving it around. Mm. And you damn sure didn't advertise that you had it on it. Because if you had it, you know somebody going to run. When you start advertising things, that's why you got to be careful flashing money and doing all these other things and on, on, on IG and, and Twitter, whatever else. Because people will run down on you, Skip. Mm -hmm. People looking for an easy come up. They looking to hit a lick. A lot of people don't want to work. They want to take what somebody else has. And so don't give them an opportunity. Let them know what you may or may not have. Yeah. But Paul Pierce, I can't, I don't agree with nothing, anything Paul Pierce said. Absolutely nothing, other than the fact that you have a right to protect yourself. Mm. But how do you know that's what John's going through? You, so now you're assuming? Mm. You're assuming that John is protecting himself because somebody threatened him. Mm. Uh, quick point of order. Also, Den's, uh, Train Day is one of my all-time favorites, but Denzel and the Equalizers. Yeah, yeah, exactly, people. exactly. He takes out a lot of people. Exactly. All right. I had no idea 
which direction the man across the table from me was going to go on this. But I'm all ears because the man across the table from me played in the National Football League and is in the National Football League's Hall of Fame, the Pro Football Hall of Fame. So your perspective on this is going to be way more valuable to me than my perspective on what Paul Pierce is tweeting about in the middle of the night Mm -hmm. or very, very early in the morning. So, by the way, quick point of order on the first tweet. Actually, I don't know which order. No, no, I don't care. That came on March 5th at 12.34 a.m. Okay, there we go. He did say when you're black and rich, you're target period, but but it seems like you could be any color, and if you're flashing your, your money, you could be a target. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. All right. Okay. Now, I appreciate every word you just spoke. I I thought you might go there, but I wasn't sure, and I thought you might enlighten me to a couple of angles to this where I wasn't seeing it because I'm not capable of seeing it, but... I hear every word you just spoke, and I appreciate and co-sign on every word you just spoke because I'm going to mostly defer to you on this one. But here is the difference between the rapper and the NBA star. The rappers, to your point, they're they're playing a role. Right. It's almost like it's a movie. they're, They're portraying a character, a gangster kind of character. Right. That can appeal to those who who by their product. Mm-hmm. And yet they are all independent contractors. They don't play for a league of rappers. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> the, the, the problem for Ja is he's the face of a franchise and you can, one of the young, fresh faces of the league, but it is still a league that you play for. And yes. in the end, trust me on this. This is the one thing I know from years and years of covering all these leagues. They will go on without you. If you push them too far, I promise you, they will go on and you will not be missed. Skip, you remember when Michael Jordan retired the first time? Did they cancel the league? They had had NBA finals and everything. They went right on. They went right on with their business. When he was was out for the the three years, or two, I'm sorry, two years, Akeem Olajuwon went right on winning championships, right? And we didn't bat an eye. Nope. And was he missed? Sure, he was missed, but, but again... Did the league, it's still going on today. Yeah. Believe it or not, it somehow survived and it thrived. They're going to play football next year without Tom Brady. They're going to play. They're Maybe. Gonna play. We think. We're not sure about <laughs> Maybe. that. But you know what? Yes. They'll play and it'll be great. Yes. And we'll be talking about it. We'll be into it. And a whole lot of people are going to be watching it on Fox on Sunday afternoons. Okay. So the, the problem is, Ja has to accept the fact that, yeah, he can make a whole lot of money. He's already made $39 million, and, and going forward, he can make, I added up last night, I think it'd be $239 million right. over the next five years. Right. It's a lot of money. And Skip, he'll only be 28. He'll At the end of the contract, he'll be 28 years of age. Okay. But you have to play by the rules of the league Thank under you. which you operate. Thank you. You, you. It's just the way it is. It's the way life is. You can't go outside the league and say, I'm going to start my own league. It won't work. We've seen people try. It, it try won't it. work. What, what do you want to do? Go play in the, the fan-controlled football league? You think that, you know? Go ahead. Okay, go try that one. What, what's Ja going to do? Go play in the street ball league or, or you know, what, what, what are you going to do? You can't. There's, there's no substitute for the NBA. We, for a while, there were a group of players that said, we're going to start our own league. It's too hard. Thank you. There's too much business that goes into it that you don't want to have to deal with. Correct. Right? Yes. So in the end, 
whether you like it or not, whether it's fair or not, whether the rules are fair or not, you have to play right. by them or they'll just say, that's enough. Right. And he's like, well, what crime did he commit? Paul, when you work for a company or an organization, everything that they, some of the rules doesn't have to be crime related. There's, there's something called uh, 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 conduct detrimental. Yeah, that's what it is. Yep. Did, I mean, but Skip, it's almost like, and, 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 and I've heard a lot of people, they feel like because I've tried to tell Ja some of the right things to do that I'm talking down to a black man. No. Skip, give me just a second. Don't, don't do that. Skip, it, no, it, this it, one, I, I want to do it like this. Okay. I want to do it like this, Skip. I came from a time, Skip, back in my community. Yep. I'm from this generation. Mm -hmm. Black people in my community, if they saw somebody doing something wrong, if you were cursing, they say, son, you're too young to curse. Mm -hmm. Don't do that. Son, if you was if you were stealing something, son, put that back. Your grandma and mom be so well, disappointed. You were raised that way. Skip. Yeah. The community would, would police it. Yes. Now somehow in our community, we see another black person do it wrong. Let that man live his life. Don't correct him. Why would you do that, Shannon? You being this, you being that. I'm just trying to help the man. You are. I agree. To not bump his head. That's all. That used to be our community, Skip. Mm -hmm. But somehow along the way, in the last 35, 40 years, mm -hmm. don't tell my child what to do. Okay. If you don't want me to tell your child what to do, is try to correct him and help him. They got places that will tell your child when to eat, what to eat, when to shower, what, how to shower. So one way or another, somebody going to tell you something. Yeah. You can take it from me on the outside and be free. Or you can get it from somebody on the inside and not be free. So the choice is yours. But can we stop this community? Can we stop talking about we're talking down yeah. because I'm trying, we're trying to help one another succeed? That's why I say, just, I, I don't, I hate it you even let that go in your psyche because yeah. you're, you're doing right. You're, yeah. you're doing, oh, I, you, you, this is what you are meant to do. You, you earned the right through what you did, what you accomplished, yes. to have these opinions because. They, they can only help. Right. They can only save. They, they can only improve. Mm -hmm. that, that's what you're trying to do. Trying? Yes. Not talking down to okay, him. You're not talking down. I'm trying to uplift him and put him in a situation where he see the error of his ways and say, you know what? You're right. Man, right. this man trying to help me out. Okay. Last point on carrying a gun. Paul says, I carried a gun because I got stabbed and I felt like I was under threat. Okay, that's all well and good. But at some point... You have to let somebody else carry it for yeah. you, as in, I need security around Correct. me. Yes. I, I saw Floyd Mayweather the other day at he some mall. He's got like 15 guys around Always. Him. Way to go. Always. Does Floyd have a piece on him? No. I, I doubt it. No. Okay? You, you don't need one because they'll take care that's, of that for you. That's their job. You. That's what Paul needed. That's what John. You need somebody, an adult, who is there in command of the situation right. to protect you at all times because, sure, you're a target. Right. No, no doubt. Yes. Okay. And, again, Ja had deleted his accounts on Twitter and Instagram. Mm -hmm. Okay. Maybe going forward, you need to have a lower profile on social because if you flash your money, people are going to come after your money. Yes. Okay, so if you feel like you need to protect yourself, maybe it's not you who need to carry the gun. Maybe it's your security right. people who need to protect right. you. So I would have advised Paul, you, you make enough money, go get some people to watch over you as you move, I, right? I agree. Okay. Totally agree. Excellent points all around, gentlemen. All right, moving on, we're going to take a break, but when we come back, let's talk about Jokic and if he's locked up the MVP, <laughs> only a dozen games or so left what? to go in this season. That's next right here on Undisputed.
Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The Nuggets last night had a rare home loss to the Bulls. Nikola Jokic had 18 points, 12 boards, 8 assists. It was a 117-96 loss for the Nuggets. They've got 16 games left this season. According to Fox Bet Sportsbook, Jokic remains the heavy favorite to win MVP. All right, Shannon, jump on in here. Do you think Jokic has already done enough to win MVP? No, no because there's still a month left, uh, Jen. Um, and, and Joel Embiid is having an incredible season. So is Giannis, and so is uh, Jason Tatum. Um, but if we were to vote right now, I believe he'd be the hands down the, the runaway MVP. And, there, uh, and anything can happen. But, Skip, what's so incredible, and, and I don't think people go, what we did is that I went back and looked. Ash and I, we did, did some time. It took more time than what we needed. And then we looked at guys that have won the MVP within their first eight seasons, um, supporting cast in their first eight seasons of an MVP career. Nikola Jokic has never had a teammate make an all-star team, an all-NBA team, or an all-defensive team. He's the only player. That can say that. Let that sink in. He's won MVP without another all-star, all-NBA, or an all-defensive player on his team. Okay. That just goes to show you how spectacular he is, Skip. He leads the league in clutch time time plus minus, plus 85, averaging a triple-double, shooting 40% from the three-point line, and 70% true shooting. Nobody in the history... When you can say nobody in history and you include Will Chamberlain in that, you're the MVP. Mm. And that's what he is currently. But they have the second-best record in basketball. They're the number one seed in the West. And I believe if they maintain that number one seed, Skip, it's going to take a Herculean effort. It's going to take a, a, a miracle for someone to unseat Nikola Jokic for the MVP and keep him from three-peating because that's the way he's heading right now for a three-peat and it would be deserved. Okay. I hear everything you just say. But I keep telling you that my eye test tells me that Embiid is playing at a higher level this whole season than Jokic has played, and they went head-to-head, albeit in Philadelphia, and Embiid destroyed him. And I don't know if the voters actually saw that game, but they should have, and they should have taking it into huge account. So, obviously, our job every day is to say, who you got today? Yes. And you've been telling me, I got, I got, I, I got, got yoke, yoke, yoke. Yep. And you've been telling me it's not even close. It's not. Okay? And now I just saw back-to-back games, albeit at Indiana, at Minnesota, in which Joel Embiid went flat-out monster. I have never in my life seen a man this tall shoot the ball with this touch, with, with, with this kind of arc, with, with this kind of deadly accuracy where he's shooting three-point shots like they're free throws. I've never seen a man this tall, seven feet, one inches tall, shoot free throws as consistently as Joel Embiid. He just in back-to-back road games made all 28 of his free throws. It's impossibly great because usually 
the big men, their hands are too big to be able to cradle the basketball the way you need to do to spin it backward and be a consistently deadly free throw shooter. At you know, see Shaq, see Wilt, see see all the bigs. They just couldn't Dwight. They just couldn't do it. This guy can do it to the point that on the road in those two games, he made five out of six threes. And I showed you yesterday, he made one step back three at Minnesota where it just took my breath away. He looked like a guard shooting a three-point shot. So in the back-to-back games, he scored 42 and 39 points. He made 24 of 38 shots. He has a, a, a teammate who has won MVP before and James Harden, but in the second game at Minnesota, which can be a very dangerous team, as you know, he did not have James Harden. And yet he still scored 39 and he still made all nine of his free throws. 28 total because he made 19 of 19 at Indiana. So my point is, I need Yoke to take it home. I, I need him to finish it off down the stretch because until the bottom fell out earlier in our show when we lost Kevin Durant, at least for a while. I'm thinking this is going to be a photo finish here. I'm not sure how it's going to play out because we still have 16 games here for Denver. I'm not sure exactly how many Philly has, but the point is I'm looking at Denver's schedule and I'm saying, well, wait a second. Okay, so they'd won 24 of, of their last 25 at home. They got blown out last night, mm-hmm. and you're due one bad game, but yeah. this was a really bad loss. This was one that makes you stroke your chin and say, wait a second, is Denver a little more vulnerable than we think they are? Because Chicago goes in there with a 29-36 and 36 record and wipes them out. Chicago was up 24 in the fourth quarter and won by 21 points. Mm-hmm. Nikola Vucevic completely outplayed. He did. Jokic, she just outplayed him. He had 25 he had and 25 15. 25 and 15. Okay. And Yoke has, as Jen said, 18, 12, and 8, but he had five turnovers and he had zero blocks. So he had little to no impact on this game. He was 7 of 16 from the floor, which is obviously under 50%. So I'm looking down the schedule at what's left for Denver, and I'm saying, this is before the show today, and I'm thinking, oh, I'm licking my chops here because we got Philadelphia visits Denver on Monday, March 27th, and then Denver is scheduled to play at Phoenix not once but twice, and I was hoping that was against Durant, and maybe it still will be. Who knows? But I doubt it. Okay? You, 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 you really want DeAndre Ayton against Yoke? Okay. Well, I, <laughs> yeah, is that what okay. you want? But, you pretty your hopes on that? I, I want to see it. I, I just want to see him be dominant. I want to see him be the MVP. So I've got these marquee games here down the stretch. They even play at the Garden at, at New York. like to see that. I, I want to see how he does there. Meanwhile, back at the ranch – I want to see Joel close. He, he's, uh, he's on one of those stretches where he is just dominating, but they have to play at Cleveland. They have to play at Golden State. This is Philly. At Cleveland, at Golden State, at Phoenix. Again, probably no KD. Man, he, got, should, he should have like 70 against Golden State. Okay, right. Who go guard it? Okay. I, I want to see. I want to <laughs> see what happens. I want to see Dallas play them because he should have a big game against yeah. Dallas. Um, and, and then they've got um, Boston at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. So – and oh, at Milwaukee. I'm sorry, at Milwaukee, and then Boston. Okay, so we we got some big games. They they just won at Milwaukee the previous game, right? And he was that that was last was it Saturday night? Yeah, a couple of, yeah, yeah. And he made a big three late in that game. Okay, and the last time we saw him against Boston, he he shoots a push shot from three quarters court that swished, and it was just a split second late, or it would have changed the game. Yeah, but you had okay? that lead. I don't, okay. It shouldn't come down to a push okay. shot. All right, you can make that case. I'm just saying. 
My eye test tells me that Joel is better than Jokic. I, I would take it. If I'm a GM and I'm starting my team, I'm taking Embiid. Again, you can do health. You can do durability. And you, you do yoke. But right now, Embiid is showing me that he can stay healthy. He can stay health, uh, happy. And he is locked in. And he said the other night, I can't wait for the playoffs. Neither can I on the eastern side of the playoffs. Right. Yeah. Well, you, well, you won't go very far, so... Mm. Well, we'll see about that. You won't. You know, this is a very deep, very strong defensive basketball. I mean, it's gonna be. I mean, we hadn't had a three piece since Kobe and Shaq. Mm-hmm. Three P. On MVP. That's the last three P. When's the last three P to happen in the NBA? Shaq and Kobe. Yeah. So we about to have another three P. Okay. Yo. You, you you even have the narrative going for you because. I think everybody's on the train now. Wouldn't it be great to have a... No, 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 no narrative. Yeah. Yeah. The narrative is Nikola Jokic mm-hmm. deserved the MVP. Yeah. That's the narrative I want you to project because you try to project the narrative like he don't deserve it, like he's undeserving. No, like the man's putting up 10, 10, and 5. No, I got it, but he just got outplayed by Nikola Vucevic. So, so let me... I just want to make sure I'm hearing you correctly. Mm. In every matchup that Joel Embiid has gone against this year, he's won. Every one of them. Well, I know he won one. No, 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 no. But they played more than one game. Mm. So every matchup, mm. no. Mm. To answer the question, no. Okay, I ask you a question. What happened when he played Nikola Jokic? He won. He, he dominated. He didn't, he didn't just win. He obliterated. He said, I'm better. I'm the MVP, and you won't accept it. What? But, but Skip, so I'm supposed to just look at one game and not all the games in totality? No, you should look at all the okay, games Okay, well, all the totality. games say Nikola Jokic okay, But there are that. some that are uh, much more valuable than and others, no, and one that game. was the one. We don't put, so now you want to okay. put more emphasis because your guy outplayed him. So if my guy, so if, in other words, when Nikola Jokic outplayed Joel Embiid this time around, are you going to say Nikola Jokic is better? Yep, I no, will. You won't. No, you won't. No, you won't. No, Monday, you won't. March 27th. No, you won't. Monday, March 27th. That I, I got it circled right here. Yo. Philadelphia at Denver. Man. Okay. Just think, I mean, it, it, it takes a lot for somebody. You know somebody wore that number 15 before Nikola mm. Jokic did right. Mm. People won't remember who it was. Mm. It was Carmelo. How mm. okay. many was 15 in Denver first? Better player, Carmelo or Yoke? Stop. Well, Really? Stop You're it, You're going to do that to poor Carmelo. What you mean do it? Yeah. Huh? Skip, who thinks Carmelo is better than Yoke? I don't know. Carmelo in Denver, he was something. Carmelo in New York in his first mm-hmm. couple of years was something. Mm-hmm. Skip, he, Skip, he's not that. Mm. Three in a row? Three. <laughs> well, you, you better be able to get past Monday, March 27th, because if you get annihilated in your own building by this man, you are done. And, and I'm just hoping Embiid doesn't decide to go to Shotgun Willie's. Exactly whatever. Right? Whatever. <laughs> hey, hey, Mr. Yeah. Bayless, yeah. how many MVPs for Mr. Nikola Jokic? Mm. A one, a two, a three. Mm. Okay. three. All right. <laughs> Hang in there. We got a long way to go. You got a long way to go. And yeah. a short time to get there. Yeah. You got a long time, a long way to go. But a short time to get there. He better make up the ground. He better average 50 and 10 over the next 16 games. I think we're going to have some serious due on Monday, March 27th. No, 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 no. no. I'm feeling good I about want it. some due. Okay, how about the MVP right now? Uh-uh. We got 60. No, no, no. What, what you, you mean? You're front running. How about you mean front running? Yeah. I've been front running. So yeah. if I started, I started, I started in October. All I know is I, I, I've told you yesterday, I, I hope that Yoke does win it so that Embiid will, will be possessed to go win the championship. Well, he should have been possessed the last two years. Yeah. I mean, because we won the last two years. Yeah. 
Shreepeat. Yeah. And how many championships have you won? We ain't got none. Okay, thank you. So how, many, how many for Joel and B? We did get West Coast Finals. Y'all got to the finals yet? One this year. Y'all go to the finals this year? Mm-hmm. Yep. You feel confident in that? I do. I feel very confident. So you're going to be, who you are, so that means you have to beat Boston or Milwaukee. Which yeah. one are you going to do? Both. <laughs> okay, How about both. That? Okay, both. Yeah. <laughs> you're not beating both. You're not beating either. <laughs> How about neither? How about I think we, I think either this. is uh, grammatically yeah. correct, but neither. Okay, well, I, I think they're going to have to go through probably both of them before it's over. It ain't going to happen. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I don't see that. I see a, a swift exit in your future. Shannon, you're betting on the wrong horse. Nah, that, that, I like that horse right it's there. It's in B. I mean, you know, hey, I mean, he don't look like much. No, he, he don't look like much. Yeah. You know, they said that about Seattle Salute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he didn't look like much. <laughs> That's not what they said. They didn't look like no, much. He, I, I covered him, and he. he yeah, something. he didn't look like much. He didn't cost a whole lot. Yeah. He wasn't from the, one of these big farms and bread, and he cost yeah, you $2 million. No, he wasn't. Call you little or nothing. It was and a little mom and pop. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 You know what firmly mean, right? Firmly. <laughs> Entrenched. Sacramento is number two. They've got 26 losses. Oh. Difference is six games already. Oh. All right, gentlemen, let's talk a little bit about my Pelican, Zion. Are we going to oh, see him goodness. back on the court this regular Mm-mm. season? I want to get your thoughts when Mm-mm. Undisputed returns. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Biggest stars lay it all on the line as they take on Great Britain at the World Baseball Classic. Saturday, 9 p.m. Eastern on Fox and your Fox Sports app. Zion Williamson has been sidelined since January 2nd with a hamstring injury. Yesterday, the Pelicans announced Z has been reevaluated. He's going to miss another two weeks. Head coach Willie Green telling reporters he's hopeful, though, Zion can still return during the regular season. Shannon, what do you think's going on here? He's just not healing. How many setbacks is this now, Skip? It's just, Skip, just go ahead and shut him down and say, son, get ready for the next year. Mm. Um, I don't know what it is, Skip. I don't know uh, the training staff. They're not treating him properly. I don't know what he's doing, whatever it is. You can't keep having these setbacks. They gave you an initial timeline, and then he tries to come back, and he has a setback. And they said, push it back two more weeks, and he had a setback. So now, basically, he's been out nine weeks and some change. I mean, he's just... It is what it is, Skip. And it's a, a man that size that's required. Skip, that's not a football player. That's a basketball player that's required to get up and down. And that's a big man. I mean, if Zion was 220, he'd probably be back already. Mm. But he's probably closer to, he's closer to 300 than 220. Yeah. And so it's just, it just seems like it's no end in sight. And it's very unfortunately. But right now, we see what he can be when he's healthy. It's just rarely that he's healthy. I mean, he basically missed his first season. He played the second season. He missed half the last year. Mm. He's going to miss three quarters of this year, Skip. It just seems like it's an onslaught. Mm. It's never ending. It's, and it's always something freak. 
Skip is not like he had a major collision and we like, oh my goodness. Mm-mm. He's dribbling the ball up the court and just basically veers to his left like I'm, I'm, I'm out, hamstring. Or he jumps up and comes down wrong and it's his knee or it's his foot. And so Skip, and, look, and he has a, a, an extension that, that kicks in, the extension kicks in next season. Mm. I just, and, but it's also, he has a weight clause in there that he has to keep his body fat down and yep. he has to keep his weight below 295. Mm-hmm. Skip is just, I would just go ahead and shut him down. Um, I don't know if he has, a, I, I'm sure he does have a trainer, but he needs to make sure he has the best training staff. He needs to have the best nutritionist to keep, to, uh, keep his weight down and keep him focused. But Skip, I'm shutting him down for the year. Cause, and now B.I. rolled his ankle. He did. So he last night. Skip, it's, I, I would just shut him down. It's just, it's just. I'm sure he's frustrated, as we all are, because we want to see him play. Yeah. And he's frustrated because he wants to get out there and play. Oh man, this is yet another crusher, another deflator, another downer for me because I love watching this kid play basketball. And when he was right at the first year, and he looked really right to me because he did get in much better shape going into this year. I loved him, and I loved this team because I love its young head coach. And they come roaring out of the box with Zion at 23 and 14, and they look like they were going to be a factor they in the West. Good. They did. And all of a sudden, as you said, one wrong move, just a little step in the wrong direction, and the hamstring pulls. Well, I didn't see that coming because what's in jeopardy are those knees. Because if you got too much tonnage and you go too high and you come down on those knees, boom, again and again and mm-hmm. again, they're not going to take it very long. And the, the other issues had been more knee-related than it's soft tissue-related. So here we go with a hamstring pull. And I think, okay, is it pulled? If it's just pulled, you'll be back in, I don't know, two, three weeks, maybe a month. If it's torn, as in torn off the bone, then you could be out for the whole year. Well, right. something is really amiss here because they, re, you know, they keep reevaluating and they keep getting setback after setback after, is this it setback? They're saying maybe a couple more weeks, but they're going to take another look. Right. And Willie Green's been very positive about it. He's building his strength back. He's doing some pool. He's on that, what's it called, the anti-G, the anti-gravity treadmill. Yeah. Okay, the problem is he came back much fitter than he's ever looked to me. Mm-hmm. But when you, when you can't move, when you can't run, when you're forced to be in the pool, it's boring. In the, you you yeah. know how boring it is. I think the exercise bike's better than the pool, but that's yeah. just me. Uh, at least you can do something to, <laughs> to, to preoccupy yourself. Right. You can watch, you, you can read, you right. can do something. Yes. But, but the pool is tough, man. It's, it's tough to stay in there mm-hmm. very long. So the, the point is, I'll bet his weight's not great right now because it can't be. It's right. just too – it's it, he's too huge. Well, well plus the thing yeah. is, Skip, how are you going to get the cardio? You yeah. got a hamstring. He can only do so much. You can only do so much. And if, unless, unless you're a swimmer, Skip, he got two – first of all, it's, it's hard to swim when you're that size. I don't know anybody who likes swimming, oh, but it's hard. It's hard. So going into last night without Zion, there were 8 and 20. They stole one last night because Luca couldn't go. But, but again, as you point out, B.I. couldn't go. And then C.J. just took over the fourth quarter and made all four of his three-point shots yes. and sort of out Kyrie'd Kyrie, and they pulled it out. Right. So now they're 9-20 and 20 without Zion. Well, it, it just doesn't feel very good to me because 
they're they're not nearly the same team without him. No, you, you, you can give me B all you want, but but it's just not enough. But it's, it's the two of them that yeah. makes them dynamic it, it does. because you got two guys. Yeah, Skip, if, I didn't know this. Zion Williamson is averaging twenty five point eight. So basically, let's give him twenty six points per game. Skip, do you know he averages twenty nine games played a season? Twenty nine games played mm-hmm. a season. Twenty eight and a half to be exact. Yeah. I rounded up. Okay. Skip, well, what I mean, Skip, I can't, Skip, I can't count. How can the Pelicans count on that, Skip? I mean, the man averages 29 games. They play 82-game season. I'm going to take 10 games off for load managing. So that's 72 games. Yep. He doesn't even play half the season. Doesn't play half the season. So is he just what they call brittle? Is he just going to be injury-prone throughout his career? Is that what's going to happen? Because if it is, then you just busted. All, I, you, you wasted all your money. I mean, Joel Embiid had some injuries early in his career. He did. Foot. It, it was mainly foot It yeah. was mainly foot injuries because he's a bigger man than, yeah, than Zion. He had them at Kansas. He, he, had, had, yeah. the, the he had the back injury. I can't remember. He, he had did. the back injury. He also he, had a foot. He Kansas. probably would have been the number one overall pick had he not had those injuries at Kansas. A big guy that skilled, the way he's agile, absolutely. Andrew Wiggins was the uh, number one pick that year. Yep. But Skip, I mean, well, well, I don't even know. I'm at a loss for words now, Skip, because I, I, the Pelicans got to be saying, can we really count on this guy? Mm. Can we? 29 games a season. I, I can't argue. I can't defend. I just know when he's out there, he is a human wrecking ball. Notice how you started your sentence? Yeah. When, <laughs> if, yeah. That's the problem. No, no I, I got it. Well, I don't know. Maybe the best will happen. Maybe in two weeks he'll be okay. Are you? Are you? Are no. you? <laughs> but the whole league is like this now, right? Man. It's starting to feel like the Sacramento Kings are in the driver's seat, right? Hey. <laughs> they got some young, fresh legs. Ooh, do they? They get up and down. They play at a pace that very few teams can play at for a four quarter. Guys, Zion does indeed have a trainer, a personal trainer. He even travels with the team. And I can tell you, at least from Z's perspective, he's determined to get back out on the court before the regular season ends. We'll see if that hamstring allows him to or not. All right, Skip, let's talk a little bit about your Clippers with all of these injuries in the West. Are they going to be climbing up the rankings? That's coming up next here on Undisputed. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the icon of vacations. Icon of the seas. Arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. All right, Skip Clippers got a 108-100 to win over the Raptors last night. Kawhi Leonard had 24 points. Paul George added 23 Clippers move two games above the 500 mark. Shannon, you first before Skip jumps in. Do the Clippers look like a team that could win the West? No. No. I mean, could they? Sure. With all these injuries keep popping up, they seem to be one of the healthier teams. Kawhi Kawhi missed the better part of the season. Now he's come back. He's playing every game. 
Paul George, I mean, he was out uh, a couple of games ago, but he seems to be playing. He's playing really well. And they seem to be healthy. Like it's a, the healthiest team is probably going to be the team that win. Um, Skip Russ didn't play the last five minutes of the third quarter, none of the fourth quarter. Terrence Mann and Eric Gordon manned the point guard down the stretch. They look really well. Terrence Mann is really, really active. Um, the Clippers held Toronto to 37 of 96 shooting. This is the first time since November 27th that the Clippers have held a team under 40%. Mm. See, their problem isn't offense. Their problem is defense. And last night, they got back to their identity, what T. Lou wanted them to be, which is a very, very good defensive team. And then the offense, you got guys that can put them on the basket. Mm. You got Kawhi. You got Paul George. You got guys that can score. Now you got to prevent the other team from scoring. But I still don't believe they can win. Mm. Okay, last night was fascinating to me because of what happened to the cloud that lifted off the Lakers that now hovers over the Clippers. What happened to what didn't happen? The human cloud, Russell Westbrook. (laughs) Okay, so we start off the game, home game against Toronto, game you should win against Toronto. What is Toronto now? They're 32 and 35 after they lost. So they're 32 and 34 coming in. And if we could see what happened early in the game as the Clippers fell quickly behind the Raptors at home, this is Russell Westbrook. Russ, Russ, be careful. Just be careful. Whoops. Nope. Van Vliet got him, snaked him from behind, and here goes Russ again, and Van Vliet just takes it right away from him on the break. Hell-bent for the basket is Russell Westbrook. And what happened at that point, at that flashpoint in the game, Ty Lue said, I have seen enough. <laughs> Russ, come sit over here next to me. Except he's not going to sit next to Ty. He's going to go on down the bench. So 6.15 remaining in the first quarter, Russell is yanked. In a subsequent sideline huddle in that first quarter, ESPN reported that Kawhi went off in the huddle and was very vocal, yelling about we have to take care of the basketball. Then Ty Lu, between quarters interview, going from the third quarter to the fourth quarter, it, it, the, the first thing out of his mouth was, all that matters is we have to take care of the basketball. It, it is the way to win basketball games. Yeah. If, if you just hold on to the basketball and make sure you don't give it to the other team, you are dramatically going to increase your chances to win said basketball game. It's, it's pretty simple. Isn't that how it works in football? It's exactly. It, baseball it's, it's errors. It's always called. that. It's always that. Play clean. If you play clean, you give yourself a chance, at Correct. least a chance to make positive plays that win games. Russ, in turnovers per 36 minutes, is leading the league. I I, I don't get him because he's got the worst hands on a point guard I have ever seen. And he's not turnover prone. He is turnover crazed. He he is – he's obsessed. He he just – he, he That's in his DNA. To, yeah, it's in his DNA. <laughs> but he's also going to make an occasional play, and he actually yes. made a couple plays last night. So the, the good news was he got yanked, he sat for a while, and then he went back in and played 17 more minutes and had only one more turnover. Mm-hmm. But to your point, Ty Lue solved his quote-unquote Westbrook problem by he just said last five minutes of the third, all the way home in the fourth quarter, I'm, I'm just not going to play you. Okay. It doesn't it, – it, it's pay me now, pay me later because now you have to pay on the backside because Russ is not going to be happy with that. How many times – if, if we get Darvin on a lie detector, Darvin Ham on a lie detector, he'd tell you, I'm so relieved to be out from under Russ. But Skip, why is he upset about, why is he upset about T. Lou 
for taking him out of the game, but he's not upset about himself turning the ball over. There's a reason why we took you out. If you didn't turn the ball over at the rate you did, you could play more minutes. Your minutes are contingent on you not turning the ball over. Why can't Russ see that? You're not owed just because you've been an MVP, just because you're such an accomplished player. You're not owed anything because none of that on your resume helps us win the ball game Mm -hmm. if you're turning it over. That MVP does it. Those 10 all-star appearances does it. Those Mm -hmm. all-NBA selection does it. The only thing that helps us win if you don't turn it over. That is true. I I don't know. I I can't figure him out. I can't. I, I can't wrap my head around why so many people think he's so great because I just checked his three-point shooting stats. He actually made one of three last night. Would you believe he's now sitting at 29.5% from three-point? That, that ranks 149th of 150 qualified in the league. It's horrendously bad. He can't make it up with his distance shooting, with his jump shooting, because he's a liability. Right. So he's a liability turning over. The one thing he does, he brings energy. He plays hard, right. and, and if you leave him in long enough, he, he'll come close to getting a triple-double because he just he just hustles. But mm-hmm. he hustles more for Russ than for the team. He's more me than we. He is a solo act of a stat machine, and I don't know what possessed the Clippers to think we need that. It, it's like... So many players. We had Eddie House on the other day, and he was defending Russ because all all the players, the ex-players, they honored the fact that for four out of five years, he averaged a triple-double. It's impossibly great. He is a slam-dunk first-ballot Hall of Famer. So the Clippers are saying, why wouldn't we want a first-ballot Hall of Famer at point guard, because we really don't have a point guard. Well, you still don't have a point well, Skip, guard. Well, Skip, I mean, if, if, I make, if I'm making fried chicken and somebody says, I yeah. got some chocolate for you, yeah. what the hell? Yeah, I like chocolate, but what the fuck? I, I I'm sorry. You got me up here Skip. Okay. Why would I need chocolate to go with okay. fried chicken? Okay, well, the fried chicken works by itself, right? It's really good. You were working by yourself, Skip yeah. Bayless. Mm-hmm. So, in other words, you have, Skip, all this does is that, let me take this back. Mm-hmm. You guys are closer to expectations now with the way you played the last three games than you were when you first originally got Russ. So you should be happy with that. But the question is, in a playoff series, Russ is going to play. You know that. I know that. He will. So the question is, how much and when will he play? Is he going to play for you down the stretch? Now, last night he didn't play. You believe they won the game because he didn't play down the stretch. I know they did. And... Ty Lue knows they did, but it, it, whatever uh, they're going to do today, I don't know if they're going to have a shoot-around or a practice or whatever. Next time he crosses paths with Russ, I promise you Who? Russ is not going to be happy. Who? And he Ty Lue? Yes. He, but why would he not be? Skip, he, okay. does he not see that he's turning the ball over? Okay, but do you know how he was with Darvin? Uh, yeah, but I tell you what. I tell you the guy that's least happy that Russ is on this team is Kawhi. Yep, I agree. And Kawhi didn't Kawhi – did, I don't know how, but Kawhi, Kawhi did not. Kawhi, I feel very comfortable saying Kawhi did not want this move, because why? Kawhi had an opportunity to join Russ. Kawhi had an opportunity to bring Russ to bring before him Paul in, George. To join him, yep. I and agree. he basically said no to Russ and reached out to Paul George. Paul George. Okay, and those two right now are playing at a high enough level to win the West. Yes. But they're going to have to do it in spite of. Because we know, Skip, we know what happened in that situation. Russ tried to get out yep. of OKC before Paul George. He did. he did. And somebody leaked it that Paul leaked it to Paul George He's... that Russ was trying to get out. Mm-hmm. And Paul said, huh? 
I came for Russ, he and he's trying to leave me. There you go. And so now Paul George gets out. He goes to uh, uh, Sam Preston, the gentleman, right? Mm-hmm. Fre- yep. he, goes to, he goes to Sam, Sam, I got to go. Would. He said, I got to go. Let me please so let me it, out. And Sam got a lot back for him. So that started the ball rolling. It did. And then Russ, like, I want to go too. Well, he called Kawhi, and Kawhi wouldn't accept or return the call. Mm-mm. Right? There you go. Mm-mm. Plenty of drama. Yeah. Guys, we're out of time. We got to move on because we need to discuss Jim Beheim. Do you think actually it wasn't his choice to step down mm. at Syracuse? We'll discuss coming up on the other side of this break. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Jim Beheim is not returning as the Syracuse men's basketball head coach. The university made the announcement yesterday after a 77-74 loss to Wake Forest. After the game, Beheim talks with reporters. Take a listen. I gave my retirement speech on the court last Saturday, and I gave it in the press conference afterwards, and nobody except William Payne figured it out. You're going to retire? This is up to the university. You, You want to come back? I didn't say that. Uh, okay, but so what are you saying? You're not saying you're retiring, I think but you're I not saying. I just said it. I don't know. So you don't know. Okay. I said this is up to the university. And you, you're not sure whether you're. When will? You, when will? How will you make a determination about when you will come back? You're talking to the wrong guy. Shannon, did Beheim step down, or did Syracuse fire him? School announced it. Mm-hmm. Not Jim Beheim. Yeah. He said the decision whether or not he came back was up to the school. Three hours later, the school said Jim Beheim will not be returning as the head coach of the men's basketball team. Skip, this was a very unceremonious way to leave after 47 years. Coach K got a farewell tour. He's like, I'm retiring. He got to coach the entire season. Roy Williams spoke for an hour at a press conference and said, you know what? I think the time has passed me by. I've co- you know, I've cost my team games. It's time for me to step away. Jay Wright did the same thing. He did. Jim Beheim has been coaching, at, I think, at Syracuse for 47 years. 47 years? And normally, Skip, when you coach this long, you get to go out on your own terms. You say, you know what? I'm going to walk away. It's normally not like this. This is one of those things that we know Bobby Knight, Skip, we know how he is unceremonious. He got fired. All right. This was, Skip. But, but, but he's self-destructive. Yeah, yeah but Skip, yes. that's pretty close, Skip. Yeah. They, I mean, you, you, he should have been, just because you're tenured, that doesn't mean that you get to keep losing games and stay on. And I think the, the, uh, the president, the chancellor, whatever he called it, Syracuse, yeah. says, you know what, it's time. I'm dumbfounded by this because he deserves so much better. I'm talking about a man, 47 years, five Final Fours, one national championship with Carmelo. Carmelo. And I'm reading the quote last night from that press conference. I've been so unbelievably fortunate to keep this job. Mike Bray is thrilled that he was at Notre Dame for 23 years. He's a puppy. I've had 47 years. I got to coach my sons. Two years ago, we were in the Sweet 16. Then he was asked, well, what's your future with the university? He said, the university has 
hasn't offered me anything, whether to work or to do anything at the university, that's their choice. What an ugly way to, that, to end that is, that's 47 not, years. That's not a retirement speech. No. That's an I'm fired speech. No, and what gets me is John Wildhack was for years a top executive at ESPN, and I got right. to know him very well, and then he was very close friends with Bayheim, and then went to Syracuse, right. his alma mater, to be the athletic director. Right. Well, I don't know what happened. I'm not privy to the inside right. inner workings here, but something went really wrong yeah. Yeah. for it to end this way. Because to your point, after 47 years, you need to be in lockstep that if this is your last year, let's make it your last year and let's do a yeah, swan song. Yeah. Right? We're going to do it right, Skip. Hey, have, have the, uh, the AD and the president and everybody like, you know what? This is going to be my last year. Or you say, you know what he said, well, I told you after the last game, the last home game, no, come on, that's not the way to do it. You spoke in parables. You spoke in, in cliches and expected people to extrapolate what you meant by what you were saying. Just come out and say it. But when he said, that's the university's decision. The university issues a statement three hours later that says he will not be returning. Skip, that's not a retirement. That's a firing. He got fired. He kept saying, you're talking to the wrong guy. He repeated it twice. Yes. Uh, oh, so it's completely not in your hands anymore. Are you, are you returning? I didn't say that. Do you want to return? I didn't say that either. Uh, so what are you saying? Well, you asking the wrong guy. You need to ask. No, I mean, you've been here 47 years. Do you want to coach basketball? When you said I didn't say that, well, I think, think there had been some conversations some very hard conversations between the higher-ups and Coach Beheim, yep. and he's like, you know, it's time for you to move along. But I, I'm with you, Skip. For it to go out like that after 47 years, after four, I, and I get it, 37 times he's made the, uh, the NCAA tournament out of four, those 47 years, and you mentioned the Final Fours that mm -hmm. he's gone to. I just think when you've been there that long, the, 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 the going away, the parting gift should be a little better than this. Yeah, listen. He, I know he's had, they've had their issues and they've been docked games. Yeah. And I, I get all that. But in general, he's been very good for that university. Yeah. In general, he's done a very good job for that university. In general, he's been very good with the media, which is about half the battle right. being a college basketball right. coach. The media has always liked him because he's been so willing and Boy, able. Coming open and, with and, the media. He, he always has been. He's always been a good interview. I've had him on a bunch of shows. Yeah. He's always very good right. at that. So, so it's hard to, to believe that he didn't earn the right to have a, a, a grand exit, a, a, a one, that, one that was worthy of 47 years. Well, they probably said that 40, year 46 and 47, yeah. that was it. Because okay. we probably should have let you go after 45. That, that's what they're saying, basically. But Skip, yeah. Skip you, this goes back to the 80s. Those matchups with Georgetown, with St. John's, oh, the Carnesecca, uh, Luke Carnesecca, mm -hmm. and, and Big John, and all those great, Skip, the big, the big East used to be like the ACC when it came to players. Yeah. The Patrick Ewing, the, mm -hmm. uh, the Walter Baird, the Chris Mullins, yeah. the Pearl Washington, the Derek Coleman, the Ronnie Cycles. Mm -hmm. They were loaded in the Big East. Had a whole Final Four. Yeah, yeah. The three of the four teams. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the outcry on social media is crazy, guys. Uh, I mean, they don't work in college. synonymous no. with zone defense, right? <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, gentlemen, moving on because we're out of time. You think the Mavericks are in trouble without Luka Doncic? We'll talk about it in just a moment. Yeah.
All right, Kyrie had 27 points last night, including 11 in the fourth quarter, but nope, could not get the win versus the Pelicans after Luka left the game in the third with a thigh injury. Shannon, what does this tell you? Tell me they lost to a better team. They let the team shoot 51% from the floor, 48% from the three-point line, while they shot 43% from the floor and 35% from the three-point line. That's what it tells me. They're still not playing defense. All right, but Kyrie has been Mr. Fourth Quarter, and he was pretty good last night with 11, and C.J. McCollum went crazy and made all four threes and scored 16, and that was that. So, in other words, they're not playing defense again, huh? No. He had lightning coming out of Your his fingers. Guys, we're out of time. Thanks for watching.